You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese bowls are super fresh, or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. And welcome to episode 85 of Nerd Rage Radio with your host, Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. And, uh, what a doozy of a show today. Yeah. Maybe do. Maybe don't. I don't know. It's actually, it's moderate. Moderate. But it's fine. You're going to be disappointed already. But hopefully the sound is better. Hopefully the sound is yeah. better. Uh, Joe, Joe can't join us today. He's working for the next three weeks straight. Correct. Something about a sweatshop that he's got to run. Yeah. <laughs> There's something. I don't know how much we're supposed to discuss the sweatshop bit. Yeah. Um, we got some Patreon love hmm. this week. We did. We uh, Patreon shamed people in the last podcast, apparently. <laughs> Made them feel guilty. Yeah. You know? So thank you everybody. Like we yeah, were, thank you very much. It's uh, awesome. We're overwhelmed, and um, and we're gonna actually we're gonna, we got more content planned, and actually Joe is coming over tonight, and we're gonna do something. I don't know what cool. it's gonna be, uh, but it'll be an ex- an extra exclusive just for April. I was thinking we could probably do some short videos. Yeah, definitely. Just you know, whatever, whatever we're doing. But if you guys have ideas or interest see. or questions or topics, let us whatever. know. Yeah, and also um. For the for the Patreon subscribers, we have two options for an sh- exclusive show for May. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Uh, let us know if what you want. We could have an exclusive show that would be just Adam and I that would be there by May first. Jello wrestling, or if, yes, yeah. or if you give us some time, uh, we could have like an addition, you know, a, a, an exclusive show that would definitely come out in the month of May. That would be the three of us. It's just that Joe is insanely busy, and I'm leaving for vacation this week. Yeah, yeah. So. We're gonna try to so let us know uh, what you want. We'll accommodate. Yeah, you know, keep keep it coming on. But I'll, I'm I'm gonna be uh, home by myself, uh, talking to myself. So maybe I'll just jump on Patreon and record me eating porridge for five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll um we'll try to shout out all the Patreon. Do you remember that uh that Tom Green that porridge thing yes, he did? I do. It's funny as fuck, that. man. At the, that show was kind of ahead of its time. It does not have a shelf life. Like if you go uh, yeah, back and yeah, watch yeah, it now, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the time, it I mean, was it used just, to crack me the fuck up. Yeah, it was so bizarre and funny. And, He's a strange uh, cat. He was a strange cat. He is still a strange cat. I, I gotta tell you, uh, before we even get into nerd weeks, I met a person this week. Were they a strange cat? That I, well, maybe I was talking to them for on and off for a good a good bit in person. You know. Okay. <clears throat> Let me describe this person, okay? Uh, Th- physically? Yes. Okay. White? Mm-hmm. Well, more than physically. White? Yeah. Female? Okay. Relatively young. I'd say early 20s. All right. Uh, brunette? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like her already. Very, uh, very like, you know, like, kind eyes. You mm-hmm. know, like, just, and she's a sweetheart. Okay. Like, she's a very nice person, very kind, soft spoken father with us, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, I said, where are you from? And she said, Nova. And yeah. I thought she meant 
Nova Scotia because she was so kind and quiet and polite that I said she was probably Canadian. That makes perfect sense to me. Okay. Turns out Northern Virginia. Yeah. Well, okay. So she's the type of person that she would ask me a question if she could ask me a question. You know what I mean? Like, okay. If, if you have a moment, would you be okay if I wanted to ask you a quick question? And you'd be like, another one? Exactly. But, you know, like, sure, absolutely. Because you're so kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then she looked at me and said, you know, people here are very comfortable driving five to ten miles over the speed limit in the slow lane. And I said, are you fucking with me? Are you fucking with me? I mean, I know you're kind and smart and quiet. I get it. I get your whole angle. Yeah. But are you fucking with me? Because I think you're fucking with me. And if this is some Andy Kaufman shit that I'm not in on, I wanna be, I'm calling it now. So if, if it is, you've got to let me in on it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, well, no. Like, she's very taken back. So anyway, I asked her the question that I always ask all the people that I first meet, which is virgin or not. No, no it's not the question. But it, it, it is if you could go to an aban- if you had to go to an abandoned island, and you had to take five movies or the catalog of five musicians. What would they in the catalog of five musicians? What would it be? And so she goes, she picks these movies. I'm trying to. It was Lord of the Rings was one. Um, I don't know. And then Including when, the Hobbit. No, she 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 specified classic girl. She specified. There you go. And she said. Uh, you know, there's some other like classy movies that she you know she mentioned, and then she was talking about music, and she was saying Tchaikovsky, and you know, and then like like all these classical composers, and then she she kind of like low browed herself down to John Williams that so she was getting to like four or five. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? In the sense of the names that she was mentioning, mm-hmm. so she was short one movie, mm-hmm. all these classy movies. She was short one musician, all these classy composers, and she said. Well, you know, I have to be honest. I just recently saw a movie, Pacific Rim. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. I said, I have. She said, I thought it was spectacular. So I'll take Pacific Rim, and I'll also take the soundtrack. And I said, you are fucking with me. <laughs> you are. I'm on to you. There's no fucking way that you want to take that movie. Dude, she might just be a fucking super troll. I, I'm thinking. That's my thought process. Let me see a picture of her. I want to see I don't have her eyes. a picture of her. Mm. I don't know. Um, but are yeah, you, are you fucking with me right now? Is this a real person? Yeah, totally you, you real sure? person. I will get a picture. Mm. I will get a picture. I have to see her face. Mm-hmm. It, totally, totally real. But so, uh, yeah, I think I think I think she might be an elaborate troll. Mm. Uh, I've never thought that about a living person before, but I. Yeah. It's she's either it's becoming the, a thing. The most innocent, sweet, kind person I've ever met. Yeah, or she's a biggest fucking troll I've ever met. She's probably the most sweet, kindest person you ever met. Bobcat. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but yeah, oh, fuck me man. up. I, I, was, I was among other interesting things I heard yesterday. Um, so I, a, a guy I know, uh, he dresses he dresses well for a young person. He's up to date with young person kind of look. Yeah. And he's wearing this shirt. Mickey was in town? Right, he was wearing this shirt with this little itty bitty pocket. Okay, like, he's, like an inch by inch. Nah, maybe like three inch by three inch. I mean, it's a little pocket. Mm. And right. uh, he's making himself some chicken. Okay. 
and he's got these chicken wings. Well, he's like chicken wings and, and breasts, and they're all in this huge pot, by the way. Okay. Huge, like you would think you were in a soup kitchen pot. Gotcha. And what I noticed was he was taking all these chickens pieces. Was he was he, he deep frying them? Uh, no, they already cooked. They're okay. cooked. He got okay. them out of the fridge. They had a piece of tinfoil over top. Oh, okay. He took all the chicken, except for he took ninety percent of the chicken okay. out of this big ass pot, and he put it in these two large Tupperware containers. Okay. And then he was going to put the other the pot with like four pieces of chicken, big ass pot with four pieces of chicken, into the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you could take those four pieces out, put them in a, another Tupperware, and you could wash the pot. You know, you'd be ahead of the game in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, somebody get it. <laughs> so then I started to fuck with him because then I wanted to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is with that stupid fucking pocket anyway? What are you putting in that fucking thing? And he grabbed a chicken wing and he put it in his pocket. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what, sir? <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> if, you're, if you're willing to commit to a joke that far, it was a nice shirt. Where you're gonna take yeah. this chicken wing? Yeah, this wet. It was wet, like you know, like greasy uh, wet. He just stuffed it. He's like, "This is what I put in it." He just stuffed the whole chicken wing uh, into his pocket. Greasy. And I was like, "Dude, did the pocket have a protector in it?" I'm look. No, mm. I was like, "I'm looking. I'm liking." While we're on the subject of shirt pockets, I saw my sister-in-law recently. That's gonna be the name of this podcast: shirt, shirt pockets. <laughs> I saw my sister-in-law. I'm writing that down now. Because I'll forget it. I saw my sister-in-law recently, right? Okay. And you know I think quite highly of her. Yeah, she's awesome people. And she was wearing a shirt. Total opposite situation. There was a naked patch in the shirt where a pocket should have been. Huge pocket. Oh, okay. Huge pocket. I'm talking about the pocket was about the size of the laptop. Okay. Sitting in the place on the shirt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it went from here to here. All right, so from like the side. Sternum. Yeah. Mid-sternum to the armpit. To the armpit. Yeah. And all the way down to the waistband. Really? Huge. So that's like. So so her, I had to ask the same question. I was like, what the fuck do you put in a pocket that size? Yeah. And she's like, I don't wear clothes for function. And I was like. <laughs> Fair enough. I get that. Well, then we're outside, and it was Easter. Well, we were celebrating Easter, rather. It wasn't yeah. actually Easter because Easter hasn't co- yet come unless yeah. we have time traveling. Yes. So she, we were outside. Mandalorian works. Correct. One Easter egg at a time. So she said, I'm, Oh, it's free. It's kind of cold out here. I'm like, Oh, you stuck in pockets. She put some blankets in that fucking thing. <laughs> you know, put some blankets in there. You know, <laughs> dude, and I, I don't know if I've been fired up this week because I got to see Gary. Oh, how's yeah, Gary doing? Yeah, dude, he's fucking awesome. He's going to say he said he's going to make more. Who knows if that's true. Dude, whatever happened to the uh, – did he do one for Rogue One? Yes, he still has one. I haven't, I haven't got it yet. You, you never listened to it? Oh, man. I think I was a little I think I was a little butthurt at the time that he was kind of backing out. You know, I could see oh. him backing out, and I just didn't want to go through the pain of it. But he um, he fucking had me – Dying. I like. I mean, we, you know, we pick right up where we left off, and I was like, "Did you?" Hey, I was like, "Hey, did you see Rogue One?" I haven't spoken to him since then. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Did you see Rogue One?" He's like, "Yeah." Really cut him off after he stopped uh, contributing to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, pretty no big deal. No, I mean, we just don't talk that much anyway. Like, we're both busy and whatever, and we don't see each other that much. Our schedules are different. And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Did you like it?" Nah, <laughs> nah, not a bit. Actually, didn't like it at all. And I was like, "You fucking hate it, you know?" And that's and it just went. Yeah. It just went. It just went. 
Well, then, like, he started talking about how much he hates Star Wars. Like, he loves Star Wars, he hates Star Wars. He loves the original trilogy, he even apologized for the Ewoks all day. Yeah. He hates everything else. And he was like, and you know what else? The fucking high ground. What the fuck is that? I have the high ground. Is that, you know what I, was, what I would do if that was me? I would get on my little my little square boat, and I would go down 50 feet, and then I'd jump over, and I'd go to the top of the hill, and then I'd walk down. You guys couldn't see the head wiggle. Yeah, and that's what he did. Yeah. And he was like, and he was like, he was like, you fucking this fucking battle went over for fucking eighty five miles. Yeah. Now's the time where you got to jump right on him. Yeah. You know, and I was like, dude, like you do make a good point after good point, sir. Yeah. But, the more you, unfortunately, man, it's like the more you pick at it, the more it falls apart. Yeah. So at a certain point, you'd be like, you know what? Eh. Mm. Space battle light swords. Mm, mm, mm. You know, just even keep though it, it that. looks like it's the future. <laughs> Yeah. It's really a long, long time ago. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I actually downloaded that Seagull song for the kids. Oh, really? My kids yeah. love it, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's sketchy. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Anything, so, how was your nerd week? My nerd week was pretty good. I, I um, I read another uh, volume of Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and it looks like so six volumes. And I realize now it's six keys. Okay. So, I see how this is going to play out. And they're very mysterious about the last key, by the way. So I'm mm. guessing that's going to be volume six, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, is it is it done? That story? Yes. I like that. So I know you do. You yeah. like a you like an open and closed book. Yep. Um. So the first key was about. Excuse me. <laughs> very rude. You you can like go into this one door with this key, mm-hmm. and then you can become a ghost, and your ghost can like travel around. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. That, that whole oh, actually that whole first arc is pretty good. Like a ghost or like a. Spirit form. Oh, You're not like, dead. They, they call it a ghost. Okay. And your body is like on uh, the ground. Can you come back to your body? Yes. Okay. So the second key is called like the head key, so to speak. Mm. Some, some some say I have the head key. You know what I mean? And the... I don't. The Explain, second, please. The second, I can't go on with the podcast <laughs> until there's an explanation in regards to the head key. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so the... um. Anyway, the, the second key is called the head key, and you, you plug it into the back of people's necks, and you could open it up, and their like top of their head is exposed, and you can see all their memories like inside. Their so, head. any like as soon as you bring the key up to anybody, the, the, a, the, a the whole, whole forms. Okay. And you unlock, the top of the head disappears. Okay. And it's like a it's like the big ass pot that that guy's chicken was in, just okay. an empty hole, and it's got all the little memories. So you can be like like me, yeah. like I'd be like, I'll just grab my mom and put her over here into this little jar. Oh really? Yeah, and you can just affect your memories and and whatever, which is interesting conceptually. It's yeah. Just the book isn't as th- that that volume isn't as solid as the first one. Yeah. Um, I uh, let's see what else I did. I watched Rogue One. Okay. Uh, I love so I I I watched Louis C.K. stand up. Oh yeah. Fucking fantastic. Good. Um, I do want to tell you this one part though that I found funny as shit. He's talking about his kids reading Greek mythology. Okay. Right. And he's like, so they're coming up to me. And they're asking me all these fucking questions. Like, but I'm like, oh my shit. You know, like here he is, and, and they're like, they're like, talking about Achilles. And like, what, what's what's going on with Achilles' heel? And what is the what's the deal with this? And I'm like, look, so Achilles' mom, right? I don't fucking remember her name. And then he like looks over at the audience, and he's like, and don't fucking shout it out either. Clam pampatees. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Dude, I I couldn't recover. Like I I, I couldn't I couldn't even hear how the rest of the joke played out because that clam pampati shit <laughs> fucked me up. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> oh, so fucking uh, true. That is true. 
Um, I finished Big Little Lies. I didn't mention that. I finished that last week or the week before, or whatever. Good. Fall off. Um, it's it's solid. Okay. It's not it's not it's not mind blowing. I like I, I told you. Yeah, you figured about it out. It. Yeah, I figured it out. Well, I didn't figure it out. It was like my my intuition just told me. Well, this is probably that. And that pissed you off. Yeah, and then it pissed me off because I I was I was I was right with one caveat, mm-hmm. and and I was like. You know, it's just it's. I didn't have the excitement. I want the excitement. I yeah. like the, you know. So uh, yeah, but it was. It's still. A, it's still a really good show. And I got Masterpiece Megatron, mm-hmm. of course. And that review, will... dude. You should have done a review. I was thinking about this, and I've, I've had a, a fucking busy week, so. Um, you should just done a video, just saying it's hey, fine, and then cut, and then posted that, and waited like, an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then like posted the real one. That because be that, uh, yeah. So tell me about it, man. I haven't watched the video yet. Um, so it comes out today. Okay. Uh, the day where the this show comes out, it's uh, it's so good. it's already out. You can watch it right now, folks. Yeah, depending on what time this came out. Well, it's gonna come out Wednesday. Right. So this is the review. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, I thought you meant today, Monday. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So the uh, it, it's good. Oh, so you're making people wait. Yeah. I so think... you can go back and do my thing now. <laughs> yeah, I could. I could you make that happen. I need to. So it's good. It's the the one issue I have with it. Actually, to be fair, the only issue I have with it is that uh, the arm transformation sucks. Mm-hmm. That's one. And then, but the the big issues. I I don't know if it is possible to transform him to gun mode and transform him back and have him maintain the same level of quality that he had when he started. So did you transform him? I did. And so is he fucked up or something? He scratched. There's just there's just some minor. They're extremely minor. Don't get me wrong. Like okay. mine. Like and I took great care even with these fucking things. Yeah. And. But there there are now imperfections where yeah. there weren't before. Gotcha. Um, like you you saw them. Yeah. Uh, you didn't notice any. Yeah. It wouldn't. Yeah. It was, they're not noticeable unless you get right up on it and you're like really fucking looking for. I it. Yeah. And you know perceive any. But I know they're there. Battle damage. You know, and, and the fact that you can't do it without affecting it mm-hmm. is oh, that's an issue. Okay. You know. But ultimately, I I think he's great. Cool. I I was really impressed with the with the engineering actually, and like. I know people have thought it's a nightmare. Like I've done every fucking masterpiece Megatron now. I've done Apollyon, I've done Mitron, I've done Despotron, and MP5. now MP5, and yeah. now Megatron. Yeah. And I can tell you that uh, I I didn't find it any. Who any who more do you think less. now? I know you want the official because you're official. Type I'm of guy. official. Yeah, I'm a very official guy. I'm an official elitist, you might say. Um. So do you, do you believe in your heart and hearts? He's the best gun robot transformation mode or where does he fit in for that like do i think he's engineered the best engineered the best looks the best and both modes are the best would you say that well okay so it's 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 i think it's different it depends on what you're looking for right yeah like i think that i think that shelf presence wise Mm -hmm. apollyon is the most impressive okay you know, I think that that's the one that will grab your eye from across the room and demand you notice it. Um, that being said, Apollyon's transformation is easily the worst. Okay. Like, terrible. Um, I think that Despotron, the Make Toys one, mm-hmm. hands down the best build. Oh, really? Like, the materials are the best, the solidity of it all. Better than the Takara one? Better than the Takara. Really? 
Um, but the like the likeness of Megatron is the furthest off. Okay. You know what I mean? And uh, Mitron, which was the DX9 one, I think walks a fine line, but there's just too much. There's too many significant things that are wrong with it. Like there's a huge bit of kibble on the back, like including like the fuck trigger. Yeah. Yeah. And then the legs look fucking stupid. Yeah. You Do know, it's a boxy legs. Yes. Yeah. And like they're, they're, the, the eyesores are just too in your face. Oh, apparently the Thor Ragnarok teaser just dropped. Nice. Might have to pause real quick. Nice. Con- continue your point. <clears throat> and then M- MPO5 is just a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. He's all over the place. But early on. Yeah, for, for its time. It was it was good. It was incredible. And the engineering for its time was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, this is like, get me a rocket science in here. Scientist in here, will you? <laughs> and I just tell you, I ever tell the story. Of, and, you, uh, and you didn't break it. I did not. So a lot of people are breaking them? Uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, I think there are like two to four confirmed. Well, let me let me say something to that because Tyler sent us a – and shout out to Tyler. Tyler. Tyler did me a solid, man. I actually talked to Tyler recently. He might be coming down, like so, hanging out sometime. Sweet, yeah. Tyler, you're, you're welcome to stay at my place if you want. Don't ever think about a hotel. Or mine. Now choose. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have your own private bathroom in my place. Mine, you do too. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, he did me a solid. He called me up. And uh, anyway, but, you know, he put he posted that don't transfer from yours, Bobby. And you immediately said, well, this is it's just one dude. And I'm like, dude, statistically speaking, it just being one in the half a million they're probably going to make mm. is a re- absurd concept. No, you know no I mean? but that wasn't what I was trying to say. Yeah, but what I, mean, I was trying to say was if, if like fifty people have it now, yeah, and one person broke theirs, yes, it might be operator error. I, I actually would say no. I, I'd say that's still probably not the best statistics. Well, I, I mean, I'm pulling the statistics yeah. out of my ass. Yeah. It, every, it, by it's the time, probably like twenty people had it, one person. No, no, it. it was. I mean, everybody that ordered through Amazon Japan mm-hmm. or any uh, import place. Yeah. And I think one of the American retailers. Yeah. Got theirs. Okay. I got mine through BBTS, which was one of the last ones to get, to get theirs. Yeah. So, like, there were plenty going around. And, it, like, I see where people are breaking it. Yeah. But it's really, like, you know, it, and look, I've broken shit, too. It fucking happens. It happens to the best of us. When, but, you're, when you're careless. But, <laughs> I mean, if, if, you, if you pull when you should push, yeah, it, something might happen. You know? But it's... It's interesting. I mean, like, I, I, I kind of, I am picking the ones that I want. There's a couple things, like, I, I, I do want a Megatron. I do want a Voltron. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those Ninja Turtles, I mean, look mighty sexy right there. I forgot about Raph. Dude, Raph looks fucking looks, good. And that digit, bro. That digit. It's all about that digit. Yeah. He he looks a little bit, is it the same arm molds? Because he looks yeah, a think, little I bit think, boxier. I think the arms and legs are all reused, and I think the shell is actually just retooled. Yeah, his shell looks boxier, but it might be the strap too. Yeah, because his strap is lower, mm-hmm. sits a little bit more gangster than Donatello's. Yeah. Donatello's way up there. Yeah, looks like Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I've seen this happen a thousand times. Yeah, right? like yeah. The Toy World Constructicons, the big devastator out there that you mm-hmm. love. A couple of people broke theirs. Yeah, and I see how it happened. Yeah, but you know. What happens is, like, a couple of people have it, and then it starts circulating around, like, oh, look at this piece of shit. Well, I, think I just want to be like, well, wait a minute. 
Yeah. Not a piece of shit. I have it. Works fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and I saw, I've seen it happen with fans' toy stuff. I've seen it happen with tons of stuff. Sometimes, you know, the squeaky wheels. Well, I think that, but, but you know, I was trying to say is that people do break theirs by misuse, but there's also always that, you know, there's going to be duds. There's going to be lemons. No doubt. You know, tolerances aren't, aren't going to be that perfect, especially from these third-party companies. So. Yeah, and this was a, you know, this is official release. And, yeah. it, 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 and the arm engineering is intricate. And there's, really? there's... Like there's a piece that you do have, this is, and this is—I don't think this is the piece that's breaking on people. I think it's the ratchet in the shoulder that's snapping on people. Okay. But there's this piece that you have to, you have to straighten, and when you do it, I thought it was gonna break. Yeah. I was a hundred percent sure. I was like, this, this has got to be the piece. Yeah. And but I mean, I did it. If it doesn't make you feel good. Yeah. You know, it's like, I wonder why I don't make those out of something stronger. Imagine. You know what I mean? Imagine like a. I want to, I want titanium joints in my transformers. Imagine like a titanium uh, pins. Like this tile here is filled with vertical knives. Okay. And you put your hand on it. And you're like, Ooh, that's sharp. Yeah. And they're like, well, look, you can't continue on with your life until you shove your hand to the bottom. Okay. You're like, oh. And you push a little bit. You feel it start to pierce the skin a little bit. And as soon as it's about to pierce the skin, it turns into pillows. That's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with this strange <laughs> analogy. Yeah, that's how it is. Um, anything else? Mm-hmm. I want to say yes, but I can't. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. If I think of something, I'll, I'll, I'll call it. I watched some Clone Wars. Um, we're getting we're into season three now, so now it starts really getting good. But, nice. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, have, just, have you finished Rebels? Uh, I finished the two seasons that are available. The third season just finished, so okay. I can't wait for that to come out on Blu-ray. So I. Uh, and saw, I told you about Power Rangers last week. Um, the kids saw Beauty and the Beast. It was okay. It was. Um, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, you privately. You know, the long and the short of it. It like, I'm happy that they made some changes to the story. Uh, you know, one one big change in the spoiler alert. And I mean, I'm sure nobody really cares, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Uh, the Beast is not illiterate. In fact, he had a very expensive education. Um, He's the he ha- the the beast is Legion, which is interesting. Two percenter, huh? Two percenter beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, it, it was interesting to show that French world more, mm-hmm. like the aristocratic type, mm-hmm. you know, powdered wig and painted face sure, and all sure, that sure. stuff, the decadence of it. And then you, you saw more of the enchantress that was in there, um, so that was interesting. Belle was a little bit different. You understand why her mother's not around. She was a victim of the plague, and that's why her father left. Gaston has some uh, PTSD issues, and of course, there's a prominent gay character that has a change of heart and become became a good guy. Which I'm like, hmm, couldn't have the gay <laughs> guy the gay villain. be a be a villain at the yeah. end. Had had he had to switch over. In the cartoon, did he remain a villain throughout? Yeah, he never. Well, you know, you never see what happens. He gets you know punched and like dropped on the piano and loses all his teeth or some right, shit. Right, right, right. Um, so, and, uh, but there was this funny bit, bit where the wardrobe, like, you know, cloths would shoot out of her and they would wrap you around like the storm of fabrics. And she made a dress for Belle one time that was a huge, Belle couldn't move. And then later when she's in the fight and the castle is being invaded. And there's only like, there's not as many, um, alive creatures. There's like maybe eight. Hmm. Like, let me think. So there's the ship and Mrs. Potts. There's Lumiere and Cogsworth. There's the wardrobe. There's the feather, the, the um, 
duster, the feather duster, which is like a bird, which is an interesting change. You had the dog, you had the piano, the wardrobe, and the um, the coat rack that never talked. So that's like 10. I don't think there's any more. Now, plates and dishes would move around and none of them talked mm. like the other ones. It was very, it was very strange. Mrs. Potts was, God, what's her name? Um, she was the Nanny McPhee uh, Thompson, um, uh, Emma know. Thompson. Okay. She's a British lady, but she didn't have like, you know, when Mrs. Potts from the show, she was, what's her face from murder? She wrote uh, Angela Lansbury, who has a very proper, you know, Right, right, British right, accent. Right, 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 and this was like, oh, are they less? You know, like, it's just a grimy, like, you know, it, it's just. I love a good Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, oh, you know, like, I mean, she still <laughs> sings well. Yeah. You know, like, that bloke over there, you know, just, I don't know which one it Cody is. Do it. Cody is a very. Yeah, maybe. Cody would be better. Yes, yes. But I mean, it's, it's, I don't, Cody would probably listen to this and let us know what accent. like, yeah, London has like nine yeah, accents yeah, yeah, yeah. by Dialect itself. Shit, yeah. yeah. Um, just at one city, which is f- fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but so that, that kind of was like, oh, you know, it's like out of like British accents to me are one of the best sounding accents for men or women, mm-hmm. you know, but some of them are atrocious, like maybe three out of the nine. And I kind of feel like it was number two on the atrocious <laughs> scale, you know, number one, number two. And I was like, oh, man. And, um, and then like, uh, Gaston kind of had like PTSD. Like you kind of got that feeling, so it it kind of humanized him as well, and they made some changes to the script and the songs. Of course, uh, the father wasn't a mad scientist per se; he was more of a he was an artist, he was a painter, mm. and uh, you know he was that's what he would you know do to make he would make stuff to sell at the shops and stuff. So it was interesting. Um, it wasn't bad; I enjoyed it. Uh, the ending kind of changed too, like. I mean, it, it, it basically was the same, but there's other elements in it, you know, like, um, you know, she, it was like, I well, love, you spoil. I, well, yeah, I, I, that's true. I shouldn't spoil it all, but it, they, they did change it enough to, I was like, okay, it's a different take on it's the story. Its, own, it's its own thing. Yeah. Uh, the beast didn't look beasty enough. Like I kind of like the big hulking beast with like the underbite mm-hmm. and like he could look like a fucking monster. This beast kind of like I think we see so many creatures. TV show beast guy. Oh yeah, handsome. very cat face. Yeah, handsome so cat face. Handsome beast. What's going on, you little, yeah. you little pretty kitty? Yeah. And then like she kissed him, he got pregnant, and he died. And like the last four or five episodes, he was dead. And but she had his child or something stupid. Like the <laughs> last half season. Beast. Huh? Little half beast. Running I don't know. Around. I don't remember. But I remember my mom used to love that show. I used to watch. Yeah, it. my mom did too. I don't know what it was. Actually, um, no, it was my dad's girlfriend Sharon. Oh really? Yeah. yeah women love that cat face beast. Dude, cat face. Yeah, funny who's flexible, like his little balls. Pretty pussy face. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was it was okay. Uh, I I was wrong about Legion. I did not see the last episode of Legion. No, there was another one. And now I'm like, well, shit, maybe there is another one. I, I could have swore it said like season finale, but I, I guess I'm a week behind on Hulu. Mm. Still fucking awesome. Um, Good. Yeah, they uh they've done something rather interesting with the Shadow King, and. Uh, I got. I think that's the strongest excellent property. And the, interesting you know, good or interesting bad? Oh, interesting good. Oh, nice. Yeah, very. Did they ever good. show like the little fat guy with a little hat? He is a fat guy. Did they ever wear like the little hat or the little? Thing, you know what I'm talking about? Like the there. It's like it's like one of these numbers here. It's like a little. 
the Fez. And then it has like the little like tag that hangs yeah, out. Yeah, the Fez. <laughs> there is a there is a version of him that might look like that. Okay. Um now that I think about it, but I I can't I can't confirm that. All right. Um, I'm gonna have to watch this. There's basically one, two, three. I guess there's three or four versions of him that he morphs back and forth to. One is well, one takes many different appearances. It's the same actress that mm. plays him, um, but there's this part that you know one of the versions that he he's a female. I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, but it is kind of hot. Nice. You know, it is kind of hot. I, I, I like, I'm digging it. And she's gay. You know, that's like, so it, it is, uh, it's, it's an interesting play on that, you know, like I'm one of the, in, in, in a way she's, hey, I'm one of your guys. And I, yeah, you know, well, you know we fellas. play for the same team. We like the same I. chicks. But we drink the same, the same beer. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a, there's a feminine sexuality to it that is like, I got you, like a soothing motherly type of function, right. which is an interesting spin on the character. And the guy who's playing um, David is fucking awesome. I really like him. Um, I got to say that I, I didn't misjudge that show uh, from the get go. And it works. And the, the, the big thing I always see is like, it's, it's, sometimes it's great to be it's, wrong. It's FX and Marvel. You know, they're really pushing that Marvel bit on it. Good. And if this is the way they introduce, X universe, the X universe into the Marvel universe because it's still super secret. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think that it can work. So it's open because it, it seems that the government's section that is responsible for tracking mutants has got nothing to do with anybody else. Nothing that could could exist inside a world that Shield exists, and they're more secret than Shield. Huh. You know what I mean? They, they could be that way. Right, right, right. So um, I'm I'm really digging that. Uh, trying to think what else we watched recently i started watching uh ghost in the shell um but i just i couldn't get into it it was a somebody it's said not doing very well yeah well it, i read an article about that uh it's not doing very well and they really think it's because all the negative whitewashing hype i read um, an article that said they think that that had an impact but i think that i think that shaded it in people's mind that it was going to be bad because everybody I talked to who actually watched the movie thought it was awesome. Well, so I'm actually I actually interested just to go see it for the sake of seeing it. All I can say, yeah, I'm down to watch it. But all, all I can say about it is, most of the people that I've gauged, like uh, that normies, yeah, you know, like they don't even know it's a whitewashing controversy. Yeah, they just don't aren't interested. Like they don't have. Oh, any, really? Yeah, it's just like you know, I, I think it's a I think it might be a trailer issue. I've seen. I've seen. I talked to three people who've seen it. it. Just came out last weekend. So, and I've been. I've been busy. I haven't been to work the last couple of days. Nineteen million, I think. And the three. Days. And the three people who've seen it said it was awesome. Like, dude, it was fucking awesome. It's badass, dude. Fucking Scarlett Johansson's hot, and it was very interesting. So I watched the first opening credit, and it was almost shot for shot what they did with uh, the anime mm-hmm. when her body was being rebuilt. Um. So. But I will say this: that Scarlett Johansson in the very first scene looks very Asian to me. Like she could have been, like you know, Dean Cain that played Superman in like the Lois and Clark. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. like a quarter Japanese. Like his, uh, I think his dad's yeah, mother's I Japanese, right? 
And so whenever you see him, you're like, oh, I mean, I, I guess he's a white guy, but he can he's very yeah, dark yeah, yeah, hair, yeah, yeah. but he also has that, you know, very exotic look. Yeah, a little ethnicity going on. Yeah. And like, so she, she had that same quality and like, I'm, I'm looking at it and, and now I'm like, well, am I seeing this because of the controversy? I know that this takes place in Japan or do they actually airbrush her or, or make her look more Japanese-esque? I don't know. They say they, they, according to the shit they put out, they didn't. They said they tried to. And it didn't. Didn't work. Yeah, yeah. And they scrapped it. Yeah. Um, which I think would have been bad. Yeah, I think that probably would have been that, in yeah, poor that, taste. Yeah, that, that would have been in poor taste. <laughs> I think that would have been of like exactly what they shouldn't have done. Yeah. But, you know, then I was watching something about, it was by a Japanese dude, Japanese-American guy, and, of course, through his filter, he doesn't really agree with the whitewashing arguments. Mm-hmm. So he went to Japan and interviewed a bunch of Japanese people in Japan, and, you know, they're like, oh, it's fine. It's what's wrong yeah, with you it. brought that up with Joe. And then, yeah, and then Joe's, we were talking to Joe, I think this was after the podcast. No, before. I was on the show. Was it? Mm-hmm. I thought we were sitting on the floor talking mm-hmm, about Because Joe was saying how it's like, yeah, but it's two different societies, and they're going to yes. look at it look yeah. differently and all that, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I still... I would love for one of the bonus content shows... To talk about it? To just be you and Joe. Oh, just going through that? Just you and Joe, sit down. And, like, I would even... You know what? You, I, would, I would be willing to video it, have you guys over for dinner. Yeah. You, the two of you is here. So, you don't have to worry about cleaning up. You don't have to worry. And I would cook. Okay. And I would serve you guys at dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Over candlelight. <clears throat> I would come and pour your, fill your glasses. You know, as you and we do a video of it, yeah, the whole time. I'm down. Yeah, we have to wear suits. Yeah, it looks it's good. A formal, black it's a suit with red tie, red, with oh, the red shirt, red shirt. Oh yeah, red shirt, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a little, like a little S- Chinese vampire. Sexy little fucker, man. He is. <laughs> but um, would that be awesome? I'm like, down. In, in a, a, Joe, we're doing a, it. Civilized dinner. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just stand there at the door with a little. So we, are we gonna do double camera feed so we can like edit it. Maybe I, I'll have talking. a little. We'll do triple camera. Little forearm towel. Dude, yeah. You gotta wear a tux. Of course, uh, you have your mask off. That might be like, a bit extra. Missing the missing the cups. Yeah, I'm pouring it all over the fucking table. <laughs> and we just ignore that. <laughs> You're trying to move the cup around. Yeah. Catch the, yeah, 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 yeah. Worse. yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, it always, it's always worse. Put the cup down. Stop. Um. So uh, that was that. Uh, of course, the last the last episode of Legion, which I think is the season finale. Um. Still watching Star Trek, man. Dude, that show. Um. In season, I mean, like the. Five or six episodes in the season four. There's seven seasons. So I'm over halfway through. Um, it's interesting, man. Like, thinking back, there's not a whole lot of, like, action. Like, I don't think... I'm, in, I'm into four seasons, and there is one giant fight that happened, but you didn't really perceive it. But most of it is very... It's very budget-conscious. You know, um, most of it is the, the, the drama of, you know meeting other cultures or meeting other people or the interpersonal issues that go on. But I mean, they just had like one that was a, a kind of like a medical drama and there's political dramas. And this one was like a, the last one was about, it was really cool. Um, so they find this, this ship that's, that's uh, in crisis or some kind of leak and people, they can read that there's life on board and people are dying. So they know it's a, a, from a, a group of aliens that they were war with a few years ago. And one of their tactics was, they would have these ships look like they were in trouble. People would beam on there, and they would explode and take out the people and the other ship. And they, they were doing it a couple times. Maybe this was 10, 15 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So since then, there's been peace. And the Enterprise comes upon this ship, and they're like, oh, man. So the first thing is, like, these guys have already fucked us. But and the captain makes the decision now. Number one, get your away team, get on there. 
They get on there and there's a human on there as well with these aliens. They get them back, they're healing them, and the human is having a lot of issues with women because in their culture they don't they don't look favorable to women. Well, you find out that the the other the alien that come to pick up the crew members, that's his adopted son. And he's like, when our culture, you know, the Federation killed my son, and when we attacked this Federation outpost, I find a child there. Its parents have died, so I took him in. That's our culture. That's our right. And so there's the conflict there, like, all right, well, we were at war with these people. There's peace now. This guy's basically abducted the uh, this human. Mm-hmm. Uh, medical scans show there's injuries that he had, and so now we think that he's abused. So we're going to try to, like, here's your grandmother still alive. Here's a picture of your family. This is your real name. Do you remember this? And he's having, like, kind of like some PTSD-type situation where he's remembering stuff and he's not. Well... He, uh, they end up saying to the, the other captain, the alien captain, no, we're not giving him back. Go fuck yourself. And they're trying to persuade him to say, I want to stay. So he ends up, he's staying with the captain, and the captain has this ongoing arc of him, not, never had kids. He's such a, you know, he's such an ambitious dude. He never had a personal life outside of Star, Starfleet, and he's probably one of the greatest captains in the modern Starfleet. So he's kind of taking this kid under his wings. His, the captain's the only person he respects on the ship. So it's this conflict, and basically he finds out, like, even those cultural differences, there was no abuse. He just had an active childhood, mm-hmm. you know, and makes the ultimate decision where this is where he wants to be. And there's some other dramatic stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, it's like, God damn, man, it's fucking, it's a, it's a, it's a thinker. Like, you don't, you don't know what way it's going to go. It's not like the obvious easy choice, like where I feel like a lot of TV shows are today. It's like, you really got to work these out and, and address some of the ethical issues because, and all intents and purposes, this child was kidnapped, kind of, but then he actually has had a good life. It's different than our life, and he actually wants to go back and be with his family, even though he's not human. Hmm. So it's it's pretty cool. That was the last one. It's like, you know, season four, episode six or some shit. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I haven't been doing much else. Had some, uh, some family stuff going on, which has kind of preoccupied me. More new drama? Well, you know. Or Maybe I'll, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm caught up on any new drama. No, just just uh, Friday. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So can't talk about that right now. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. That will that will <laughs> shut down the show, my friend. Yeah, it's rough, Mac. Maybe I'll talk about that on the Patreon section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a little cry. I'll be there for uh, you. Yeah, man. Um, I, uh, but but uh, my buddy Robbie did come up uh, from North Carolina. He he hung out with me a little bit. Um. Did some family stuff. Actually, you know, it's been a it's been a big big week for the family, um, in in bad and good, mm-hmm. you know. So, talk about that later. But uh, and as a nerd, other nerd stuff, I got some books. I just haven't had a chance to read them. Well, I got a fuck ton of books. Well, we we got this Patreon money now. So we're just yeah, gonna... just books every day. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, shit, thirty eight bucks. We're on fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like <laughs> we make it stretch. Discount.com. Hey, you know, th- with that in ten in ten months, we might be able to buy some mics. <laughs> yeah. No, I I, we, I, I ended up buying. A bunch of people say like, ungrateful motherfucker. Yeah. You know what's funny about like people who do the donation system? I've noticed two things on everything that I listen to. There's the people who are like, with your help, we can get the equipment to bring you more quality program, like the PBS uh-huh. me- method. Uh-huh. And there's the people like, yeah, these motherfuckers gave us what five dollars. Oh. So- so sorry you can't have a cup of coffee tomorrow. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> Step up your fucking game. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, but it's, it's pretty funny, man. Like, yeah, those no kind doubt. of things. 
because uh, this one podcast that uh, Mickey and Tyler put me on to. The Mixed Martial Arts? No, 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 no. This one is, uh, I think it's No Agenda, which is kind of a political news. Like, they sit around and talk about the shit about mainstream media news. Now they're all full of shit. Um, but they have like this, this uh, I'm not a douchebag anymore because I donate, but people give them like thousands of dollars. Like, oh, this is episode 915, so I'm sending you $915. Yikes. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, dude. What, what episode are we on? <laughs> no, but, um, but I, like I, I can't imagine. Like, and and they do it. They do a lot of special stuff. For, I guess they send them like club rings. They get knighted in their in their whatever. And it's like it's like that's an interesting business model. But like I can't imagine. It's it's not a bad show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like I don't feel like it's not hundred fifteen dollars show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I might send them five bucks a month. Right. You know what I mean? Like if they, if there was like a five dollar a month membership, or I think Mysterious Universe. I do like I do like ten bucks a month. You know. I um. I so I, I just want to say I got all these books because I'm going to the beach. Okay. I'm, I'm leaving Thursday night and I'm not coming back to the following weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I got all these books. No show next week, guys. Kidding. <laughs> uh, we're actually recording a double show today, just May- in case we don't have the opportunity to Skype. Yeah. To do a Skype show for next week. Either way, we'll figure out a way to yeah. utilize it. But um. Or just meet me on the podcast talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're and, like, finally, uh, here's what I think about it all. It's going to be a four-hour show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got a, I got a bunch of stuff. I got, I got a bunch of stuff up there. So I'm, nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah. cracking into some of that. I got some uh, stuff. I'm actually, I've been going back and forth. Um, so we we had game day yesterday. Um, and I needed to, like, I was going to cancel it, but I just needed to be around some people. Kind of distract me. And, um, so we came down, it was, it was good. It was a good day, but one of the guys, excuse me, there, uh, had some stuff waiting for him that we, we had bought like one of those Leviathan dreadnoughts, those big dreadnoughts I've been painting. And, um, he's doing space sharks. They used, they call it like something else now, like the Latin word for shark or something. Not, not Tiburon. That's a Latin word for shark, but some other word. It starts with a C. I, I, I can never remember their names. Anyway, so he's putting it together. I was like, Hey man, let me sh- no, oh. close, close. <laughs> But anyway, um, so he put it together while we were playing, and um, I was like, he's like, hey, do you, do you mind, like, I guess Chris based them for him, and I was like, well, I can show you like, some quick airbrush tank techniques. So I knocked out the shark in, like, 45 minutes. I'll show you a picture real quick. Um, just, like, kind of teaching him, and I was, it, it felt good just to, you know, you know when you're doing a project, you get that creative energy out, it just feels good. Fuck yeah, dude. Um. I just finished the drawing this week. But anyway, the uh, the shark, uh, the sharks are they're like beasts. They're like covered in blood. It's like their thing. Mm. But I mean, it turned out really good. You can't really. See, it looks like kind of like all white there. You can't really see the highlights. But it's all you know textured and, and whatnot. Um, but I was like, as I was painting it, because I had some other guys, I was teaching him this uh, distressing technique, mm. to do, like chips, paint chips and whatnot. And um, so they were all like, packed in that room. And Chris was like, dude, you just need to fucking start doing commissions. I mean, I can knock that out. I mean, that those tanks I was doing, they're selling on eBay for like two fifty, two eighty. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You know, and I can knock one of those out in a day. Yeah. That's not a bad you day's know. work. No, it's not a bad day's work at all. So I don't know. We'll oh. see. But you know what happens? Nothing like making you hate your hobby more than making it a job. That's true. So, shall we get into the news? I suppose. Wait, let's, let's watch this trailer real quick. Uh, we'll or you want to just might as well wait till Marvel now? No, I kind of want to save it now too. It, I think we only have one. Non- oh, we'll continue then. Two, two. Fuck it. Um, preaching the Invincible. Mm-hmm. 
Seth Rogen and then and the team are taking yeah. over going to do Invincible. Well, you know what, man? I can't stand watching any more Seth Rogen movies. I just don't like his face. I right. try to watch that uh, the the interview movie that that North Korea. Yeah, that was a bit much. Was it? Um, I I couldn't watch it. Like I, I it was coming. It was like on at work. It's one of those things where like by the third act, I'm like, oh, all right, all right, rapid, rapid, rapid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just gonna be a little too I, goofy. Like those guys, and what's his face, James Franco. Mm-hmm. I don't mind him because he's done some stuff that I'm really impressed with. I think the last Seth Rogen movie that I really enjoyed was that, that Sausage was, Party. N- no. Did you ever watch that? No. Really? Yeah. The um the one that was about like it was like apocalypse was happening. Oh yeah, that and you said that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean I laughed my yeah. ass all during that fucking yeah. movie. It plus have my my boy Kenny Powers in it. Yeah, Anytime yeah, Kenny yeah, Powers, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm just, my game. I'm just up for that. Yeah. Um but he did very well with the preacher. Like the whole, you know, I yeah, feel, like, I feel like I was kind of. I was. Did I'm you finish I, it? Yeah, I'm iffy on the preacher, but I, but you, um, you enjoyed. Yeah, it. I really enjoyed it. And so like, maybe I'll enjoy this invincible thing. Maybe, yeah, the second. Well, the second seat of preacher is going to be coming out soon, so I'm excited with that. But I don't. I, I know nothing about invincible. N- nor, nor I. I know that it's highly regarded. Yes. I know that that just gave us the opportunity to read it all, and neither one of us had the time to do it. How did he give us opportunity? He shared it. Oh. Shared it with us, but it was just like you know, I'm not a digital format reader anyway. Oh. So, just give it to me again. I'll give it a try. All right. Um, but uh, there was one scene in Preacher. I mean, a Preacher that in um, Invincible that I read because I was like one book I picked up one day randomly, uh-huh. and I was reading it. And like I, I know that he's an alien, but he was raised on Earth. Like his father's the alien, and it's kind of like a Superman thing. But I guess other aliens from that species come back, uh-huh. and there, like he gets in a fight with a woman who wants to breed with him, and she rapes him. Like they get in this giant fight. Like the whole book is him fighting, and then she ends up like getting him down in this crater. He's half beaten, tearing his clothes off, working it, like and okay, flying away. Wow. And I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. I was like, I might want to read more of this. Yeah, no kidding. Not so invincible now, are you? <laughs> Everything's invincible except your feelings. Except my butthole. <laughs> oh no, she like raped him to get pregnant. Oh okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought it might have been like an alien female with a dick. No, 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 no. You never know. Yeah, you never, you never do know. You know, alien species. What are those pinchers? Well, that's to grab you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I like some of these more, you know, the the indie the, books. The creative team behind it seems to be like like the creative team behind the book. Yeah, they seem to be very excited, and, and like uh, Seth Rogen and them like made a statement. They were like, uh, you know, no, no matter no matter how much it inconveniences our families, we intend to make this the best invincible movie we could possibly make. So I mean, it's gonna be a, a movie or like on AMC or Netflix or some shit. I got the impression it's gonna be a movie. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Um, but I'm excited. But now I'm they've excited. opened the door for it. Our shit, so maybe. Yeah, I'd yeah. like I'd like to see where it goes. Uh, and then the other thing is, uh, have you ever seen the movie Hannibal? Yes. Do you remember that he ate a gentleman's brains? Yes. Colonel Loeb, I believe. Now he's actually lost his own mind. Mm. And he says that Michael Bay is a genius. Maybe he is. <laughs> Maybe he is. But then he says, but I think he also says, like, Michael Bay is a genius or a savant. And then I'm like, Anthony Hopkins, you still got it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think Michael Bay can tell a visual story. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 13 know? Hours is good. Yeah. Never seen it. It's good. I've heard it's good. It's good. I mean, bad. I, I I enjoy Bad Boys when I was twelve. Yeah, I mean, I like. What bad else Boys has Michael Bay done? I, I still like Bad Boys too. Pearl Harbor wasn't bad. 
you know? Yeah, it's all right, I guess. It was last time you seen it. It's a rough one. It's a rough one. I watched a couple years ago. Oh, really? I haven't seen it since it came it's, out. It's a rough one. Yeah. It's it's it could be it, it's very long and it doesn't need to be that long. Yeah. Um. The the battle though was great. I mean, he he definitely knows how to shoot action. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um. Uh, that that's I mean that scene is like almost iconic. You know where the, you follow the bomb down into the ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, yeah. really well done. Yeah. It's conceptualized well. You yeah. know. Um. And now we can get into Marvel news. So do you want to watch this trailer? We're gonna pause real quick. But you know what? It won't be that much time for you guys. It'd be almost, you, you may not even know what happens. Yeah. Boom. And we're back. Taking a note from Guardians of the Galaxy definitely. and Kung Fury. It was fucking awesome, though. <laughs> it was good. It was good. But I will say this definitely seems more lighthearted than Dark World. Oh, absolutely. Um, even though Asgard apparently is destroyed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but it's it like Hela looks fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah, she looks perfect. Um, are you are you uh, over the Enchantress not no, being there? No, I want. I still, I still be bummed if I never. Now, what's her face? We saw Keith Urban as the executioner. He was the one like shooting the gun. Uh-huh. So maybe the Enchantress is going to be there. Maybe she's going to be one of Hela's minions. Maybe. Um, and Loki looked like he was getting dirty. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Mjolnir. I guess say. Uh... Yeah, I guess we'll give. I guess we'll figure. They're not going to take it away forever. No, 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 no. So, um. I thought it looked great, though. I, I I gotta tell you, I think that so far, favorite trailer of the year. Yeah, it was good. Um, uh, you know, I've been not for nothing. <clears throat> I've I've been wondering when that was gonna come. Oh, really? You know, like, like it's a it's like it's I think even the song it's, it's a Led Zeppelin song. Right? Yeah. And yeah, I think, yeah, yes. I think even the name of the song it's is Val- something like Valkyrie, right? No, it's not Valkyrie, it? but it's um. You know, like I come from the land of the ice and the snow. Yeah. Um, Hammer of the gods. I mean, it's like a line in the song, <laughs> and I've always uh, wondered when that was going to kind of happen, and I guess it finally has. I didn't know what it is. Yeah, it's um, something that's very Norwegian, uh, uh, Viking esque. Let's see. Led Zeppelin's uh, immigrant song. Immigrant song. That's the name. Looks dope, and I even kind of like how they got they it's brought his helmet Viking back. At all the title actually, but yeah, that's the name. Yeah, they well, it's very Viking nowadays. There, <laughs> <laughs> they're singing the immigrant song right now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but I like that he had his helmet and like that kind of lock. You know, the the guards go down to lock it. Yeah, it's like his classic-looking helmet. Yeah. There's like a function to it. Yeah, I'm not crazy about it, though. Really? I'm it's not, different than the first one he has, but I like it. I, it's I the same I vein. I prefer the first one. Oh, the, the classic feathers? Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind it, man. I like, I don't the, mind I like it. the function. I don't mind it. But I, 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 something about them being so angled looks like Optimus Prime. It does look a little Optimus Prime. <laughs> I will give you that. Um, dude, you know what's fucked up, dude? Here I am doing the podcast, and all of a sudden... No Facebook is open, and now I'm like, oh, let me refresh and see what's on Facebook, because it's like you know, it's, it's, you're programmed. Yeah. Fuck, you can't can't stand that shit. Um, well, you know what else we didn't talk about? Yes, we're colleagues from we're friends from work. Yeah, that wasn't for me. <laughs> that wasn't for me. Oh, uh, that was awesome, man. Um, that was awesome. But you know what? Uh, you, we didn't talk about last week was the Spider-Man trailer. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, we forgot to. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm a little out. 
I'm a little out. Like I and I don't. I talked. We talked about this privately. That may not hold up. Oh really? <laughs> she says, into, the, into the glass case full of uh, statues. <laughs> yeah, these chairs have seen better days. But yeah, it's I'm um, some it's, wood glue it, next so time. It, what's interesting to me is that this is the second, you know, the Wonder Woman one being the first one. This is another very sequential trailer where like the elements of the story are told in the order that they seem to appear in the yes. movie. Yes. In the trailer. Yes. I don't like that. I'm not a fan either. Um, especially the problem with this one for me is. Like I, I wonder if the the suit itself now is going to be a plot device just to give us more Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And that that is concern me. I, I, now I, I don't feel like it's legit, right? And like I'm questioning his motives because you know here he is you know fighting Captain America and causing the Civil War and destroying the Avengers for this Sokovia Accord when he could have just told everybody, you know what? Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or at, at one point going against it, but but he's going to break his rules for this kid. You know, it's not with this kid involved because, you know, I kind of get the feeling like Tony doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Mm-hmm. He still doesn't give I mean, he wants to do the greater good, but like no single person does he give a fuck about. Does he see himself in, in the kid as being an orphan as well and being smart? And not, right. But, you know, this kid is poor. Tony's never known what it's like to be poor, you know? So I, I don't, I, I can't for the life of me understand what's going on there now michael keaton does interest me and i talked about this because he was part of the project then he said no and he backed off and now he's part of it again so they had to do they had to give him something that he wants to do that role and the vulture doesn't seem like a very luxurious villain it's not like you're playing the joker right it's not like you're playing dark side it's not like you're playing thanos (coughs) let me tell you i think that spider-man jokes yeah and the and keaton's performance are going to be the saving graces to this yeah I I'm feeling I'm starting to feel the same way I was about um, Suicide Squad. So if I go into this, I'm expecting a six six point five. So if I go into this and it's better and it's better, then All I'll be better. happy. Just like a like Suicide Squad, there's problems with it, but I, it was better than my ex- expectations, even though there was some bad parts to it. Right. So I don't know, man. I just um, I, there's nothing in these trailers, and maybe that's ultimately a good thing. And I only know until after I see it. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing in these trailers that excites me. Yeah. You know? Well, um, I don't know. That fucking seeing Molnir destroyed excited me. No, no, no. In the, in the Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the, in the yeah, Spider-Man yeah, trailers. Yeah. There's nothing in the Spider-Man trailers that excites me. I think in every other trailer we've seen, there's stuff in Guardians that excites me. Yeah. There's stuff in Wonder Woman that excites me. There's stuff in Justice League that excites me. There's stuff in, uh, uh, what was the other one? Um, what's the other one? War? Huh? The apes, war, and Thor, and all that shit yeah. that excites me. It latches me in. But there's nothing about this Spider-Man one that like really turns me. Have on. we just been there and seen that too many times? Maybe you know, and maybe the part of the problem is like we get to see these little slices of Spider-Man's life through these different universes. Mm-hmm. But what we really want is to see that cohesive story told from front to back, and we may never get it because yeah. of just how muddy over a it long has period become. of time. Yeah, you know, I think I think a director needs to come. See, this is kind of a tough. It's a tough gamble because Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man Two didn't do that well. They still did well, but I think somebody's gonna come and do a Lord of the Rings type thing where they're gonna do three movies all at the same time. They started to film Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Part Three 
when they were shooting Amazing Spider-Man in Part Two. There was like a whole sequence with Mary, yeah, Jane, Mary Jane that was taken out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was stuff like that, that was supposed to be in Part Two, and then they will save it. Might as well just save it. Well, yeah, yeah. And then they changed it to say that we're going to do this in Part Three. Yeah. But they finished shooting those th- those right. scenes. You know, I wonder if uh, I wonder if that was for continuity's sake. Maybe. You know, I I wonder if like, you know, with with Spider-Man, if there's like, I was, I think there was so somebody wrote me recently, um, M.E. And he said, uh, not me, but I think this gentleman's initials is Emmy. He said, like, you know, what do we want from Spider-Man? You know, and, and it got me thinking a little bit, like, you know, there hasn't really been, we've said this before on the show, there hasn't really been that many great Spider-Man stories. Yeah. You know, and I think that you and I are both kind of in agreement where Spider-Man Blue is probably the best Spider-Man story ever told. And it's yeah. kind of a self-contained side note. And it's one that's <clears throat> like it's one that's the the plot devices in it are too comic booky to be a movie. Very very much. Yeah. Very noir. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Tim yeah. Sale. Anything yeah, you yeah, touch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I don't know. I, I I think the things that excite me about Spider Man is, you know, casting away the mantle and then having to recover it because he sees what that ultimately cost him yeah you know we've seen that yeah um to have that reinforced with gwen stacy mm-hmm. we've seen that yeah you know and then to kind of have that relationship between him and aunt may and mj kind of seen that yep and then him fighting all the villains and we've pretty much seen all the villains yeah you know like we haven't seen obviously we haven't seen all the villains but if, if you were to make a list we've probably seen your top five yeah yeah you know? I do think um, uh, Jason Mumba, what's his last name? Aquaman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what, what, what's his? Dakarian? Uh, uh, what are those fucking people? Yeah, called? yeah. No, no, what's his real last name? That starts with the M. I don't fucking know. Dude, dude calm down. Yeah, I don't, don't know fucking people. yell at me. I don't know people. Anyway, yeah, like, wrong guy. like uh, he would have been an awesome Craven. Like, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, 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 spot on. But, too late. Too late for that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because who he is is too much already in the Aquaman. Definitely. So I don't know. I I, I like that guy. He's awesome people, but I kind of feel like he's just this guy. He's like the beer drinking, axe throwing guy, and uh, I think that like when they people want that role, they just pick him and he fits it. Not to say that he's a bad actor. Right. Like, right he was right. great in Game of Thrones. Obviously, he was a different person in Game of Thrones than he was Conan the Barbarian. Even though ultimately he's the same person, <laughs> and it looks like it's going to be similar cloth. Exactly, exactly. There might be some depth in there a little bit later, but he's just that roughneck dude. Yeah. Um, and that like I think that would have been really cool with Craven, especially if he can be really creepy. Because Craven's a creepy kind of dude, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, Craven's Last Hunt. That's another like highly regarded that's a good one. Yeah. Spider-Man story. What? Where are your Spider-Man books in here? Uh, dude, I think you're looking at them. I, mean, I think Spider-Verse is the only Spider-Man comic I have. Really? Uh huh. Huh. I'm trying to think of other good Spider-Man story. I like the other, even though that was really weird. I don't own Spider-Man Blue. I would like to. I just haven't got around to kind of. So, anyway. But with your support. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> all right, and then this. Uh, let's see. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll skip this one and get to that next. More human than inhuman. Yeah. Uh, seemed fine. The premise of it. I guess I'll read it real quick. I think you should, because I didn't read it. I got no idea what you're talking about. Uh, uh, this is from Superhero. Dude, dude, you know what we're going to do with that money from Patreon? Buy you a new phone with a battery. 
Yeah. You should get one of those cases that have extended battery. I know. I should. But they're, they're not protective enough. Uh, after the royal family of in... Uh, hold, hold on one second. Yeah, check on the children's. Now while we're himself, we tell you guys about the Patreon. Just kidding. I'm going to pause it. Go for it. After the royal family of Inhumans is splintered by a military coup, they barely escape to Hawaii, where their surprising interactions with the lush world and humanity around them may prove to not only save them, but Earth itself. That's it. Hawaii. Well, you know what bothers me about that. What? Like, hey, guys, let's do this show. All right, all right, where do you want to do it? <laughs> I wonder, are they filming on location? I wonder. Um, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Those slimy fucks. Yeah, like slimy all the panty, Hollywood suits. All We're the going to Hawaii, shots. baby. All the panty shots are some chick in a bikini walking on the beach. Yeah. You know. Get out of here. Tan bodies you know and rubbing on lotion. You know who else I want to get the fuck out of here? Who's that? People that say little boys' room and they're adult men, referring to the bathroom. I haven't experienced that. Get out of here. You know what my new thing is? That I was thinking about mm. when I go to the stall. Dropping the pants and the underwear to the ankles just to fuck with people <laughs> in a public bathroom. Take a shit. No, at the at the urinal. Oh, at the urinal. You said stall. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. Just to. Gotcha. Um. <laughs> but the uh. What if that became a thing like planking? <laughs> yeah, but dude, I gotta take a piss. Just hey, I fucking hate taking a piss in public places. My fucking thighs get so cold. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, now, this bit of information is very interesting. Shout out to Harvey. Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Dent. He sent this to us, and it's a bit of Marvel uh, drama, to be mm. fair. Drama for your mama. And it's definitely it's from Bleeding Cool reported this. Okay. And, so you know it's legit. Well, yeah, it's a good site. And they're yeah. and they're they're usually like ahead of the curve. Like, yeah. So, ahead of the curve. You had two in there. Didn't you realize it? Didn't you realize it? So this was posted April eighth. In Indonesia, all right. So there's this there's this panel from this X Men book that has the number two one two and the number five one both in the same frame. Okay. Which seems just coincidental to me. And I, I, at first I was like, I'm gonna look up the area code of two one two. It might just be a shit. Well, that's panel. DC. Right. So let me yeah. let me get to this. In Indonesia, two one two is the number used to denote a specific mass protest from second December last year. Hundreds of thousands of Muslims marched against the Christian governor of Jakarta. I don't want to be intolerant to or not sensitive, but some of these places sound like they could be in Star Wars. Um, Basuki Tahaja Purnama, known as Ahak, over allegations of blasphemy regarding his use of the Quran and campaigning against opponents. The march was organized in part with the national movement to safeguard the Indonesian Alima Council's fatwa. It was pretty hardline conservative, and the protests demand the government prosecute and jail a hawk based on the council's fatwa, declaring him to be a blasphemer. This year, a 212 2.0 march with similar aims was held on the 21st of February. Ahak caused a great deal of controversy in Indonesia when he referred to a verse in the Quran while campaigning, specifically the verse Al-Maida 551, and said that people should not believe Islamic leaders who claim it forbids Muslims from being led by non-Muslims. He has since repeatedly apologized for his statements, but it hasn't stemmed the protest. The verse translates into English as, O you who have believed. Do not take the Jews, the Christians, as allies. 
the Jews and the Christians as allies. They are, in fact, allies of one another. And whoever is an ally to them among you, then indeed he is one of them. Indeed, Allah guides not the wrongdoing people. A more common Indonesian translation of the verse, however, states that Muslims should not appoint the Jews and Christians as their leader. So what has this to do with comic books? And that's what I was asking as well. Mm -hmm. The number 212 and 51 appears in the scene of X-Men Gold number one by Indonesian artist Ardian Saif. Indonesian artist. Mm -hmm. Published last Wednesday with comic book cover Kitty Pride addressing the crowd. Let's zoom in. 212 is there. 51 is there. Kitty Pride, who is Jewish, is standing in front of a sign for a jewelry store. And it, you know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. it's, she's basically cutting off some of the words. It doesn't just say Jew, but she's cutting off a good part of the Y and her earlobe is actually touching the R. So Jew is very prominent, you know, yeah. fair. That would be the Jewish character Kitty Pride in a scene talking about being the new leader of the X-Men. The X-Men were created in the 60s by Jewish creators Stanley and Jack Kirby in a comic written by Mark Gruggenheim, raised Jewish. Later in the comic, on Colossus's shirt, we see the letters and numbers QS551, referring to that verse, QS stands for Quran Surah, with Surah meaning chapter. Colossus is playing alongside Christian character Kurt Wagner, Nightcrawler. Catholic. Correct. Ardian posted the original art image to the first... Uh, to the first on Facebook to his Indonesian followers. One Indonesian person wrote on the Facebook, 212 and 51, he, he, he. He responded to that in, in the language I don't understand, but it had the smiley face with the heart eyes. Mm -hmm. Heart emoji eyes. It appears that Ardian added the messages to the comic after coming home from being on the march himself. So he too was at the march. Mm -hmm. Some of his readers objected to their use in such a comic book. This other seems like Indonesian fellow said, uh, I mean, come on, dude, your art is amazing. No need to be sensationalist. You already got exposure. Mm. To which he said, thanks for telling it politely. In previous works, Artie and Saif has hidden political figures in the background. An issue of Batgirl featured mention of President of Indonesia, Joko Widodo, popularly known as Jokowai, who was the previous governor of Jakarta, or DKI, as it is also known. When that was posted, Artie mentioned that no one had made a fuss. But too late. The message had escaped onto social media. An open letter has been published to Marvel asking them to address the situation um, by Indonesian folks, you know, as well as American folks or Jewish or Christian, whatever you want to say. In it wouldn't be the first time comic book creators have snuck messages into comic books. Ethan Van Skyver, a whole issue of New X-Men hiding the word sex in the background. Al Milgram lettered a mocking message into a comic where Marvel EIC Bob Harris was fired. And there was the time a production artist drew a penis on Bucky in classic Captain America archive reprints. But conservative Islamic hate speech references, this may be a new challenge for Marvel to deal with in such difficult times for the publisher. Now, mm -hmm. Marvel has hence made a statement. Mm -hmm. They said, obviously, we had no idea. Yeah. Um, we are taking disciplinary action. Any subsequent reprint of this, none of that will be in there. And... Uh, we they, did, they didn't apologize, mm -hmm. but they said they're taking action, there'll be disciplinary action, and they're removing it from the book. Now, I have very mixed feelings on this, but before we get into that, yeah. anybody out there, if you can get a hold of this first printing, my advice is to get it, have it graded, set it on a shelf, yeah. come back to it in 50 years. Yeah. Um, outside of that, um, 
So oh, it, was, um, it was fun. I was just thinking that as well. So um, um, um or send us one through Patreon. It's the collective. <laughs> <laughs> so so on, on one hand, right? Um, there's a part of me that's like, and he's an artist. Let him do what he wants. Okay. You know? On the other hand, I'm like, artist the, for hire. The X Men of all, like the yeah. most inclusive. Yeah. Preaching of tolerance book there is, and this is where we kind of tip hats to this sort of ideology. Yeah. Like that seems like a slap in the face culturally. I, we were talking about this a little bit privately before we started and thank you, Harvey. For, for yeah, Harvey, that's awesome. I really appreciate that as well. Um, it, it, my issue with this and in, in recent months, you know, I've been consuming as much information like politically philosophically you know uh, psychology type of things and I'm actually thinking about going back to school to study some stuff in that because there's something there that I'm like damn we need more we we need more work in regards to this and um, there is a Lao Tzu from the Tao Te Ching you know a poem in that there's a statement that says being sick of sickness isn't being sick at all and I think now we've gotten to this this kind of catch-22 with with being overly tolerant that we're even being tolerant of the intolerant yeah 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 and we can't do that i agree and i think that everybody is so is so scared to be critical of somebody else that they just have to be this this very illegitimate you know, understand a tolerance, which I just think is bullshit. And I, I'll know, post this picture as, a, as our backdrop. For okay. Me. Like, you know, I, I, there has to be a point in time where we say, no, that's not right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it's so scary to be labeled a bigot or labeled hater, you know, Islamophobic, which I don't even think is a, a, a legitimate term because to be a, a phobic of something means it's an irrational fear, right? I think there's rational fears with any ideology that limits freedom, free speech, or you know, and that that it's not just that's not just with some of the the stuff that's going on in the Middle East too. That goes anywhere. That goes here and home with Absolutely. like with like we have these sovereign people, sovereign citizen people that you know are just crazy. You know, we have our own issues here, but like I don't know, man. It's I, I kind of feel like we're getting dumber and we can't engage in, in reasonable, you know, a conversation. And that's one of the reasons like Joe and I have kind of gone um, back and forth about this whitewashing thing. Cause that whitewashing thing is triggering something in me with this, like this Ill- tolerance for not having this certain, you know, ideology a saying that, you know, America is like this racist country. You know what I mean? Like, is racism an issue? Of course. It's probably always going to be an issue. Are we better off than we were 100 years ago? Are we better off than we are in the 60s? I would say yes. And hopefully 100 years from now, we'll be better off than we were. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's a progression. I think the society is becoming more and more mature. Are there still problems? Do we still need to address things? Absolutely. And, like, I I think I get in this conversation with Joe because I think Joe does have a certain feeling that he has absolute right to have about it. I don't really want to talk about Joe for Joe. He's not right. here today, but I respect his opinion and I respect 
that we ha- we have a disagreement about some of the stuff, and that's fine. And, and I, I love that dude. And, yeah, you know, there's and nothing I, better than having a respect. Exa- exactly. But I do think there's a certain point in time where, you know, we do have to type of uh, shut the people down. And I, I'm like really upset with, you know, like you and I have talked about Bill Maher all the time. Like I'm not a huge fan, but I am a fan of, of what he thinks about some of the religious stuff. Like if you want to pack, practice your own faith and, and that's not taking away or threatening somebody else, I'm good with that. But I also feel that there are crazy ideologies that wear a shroud of religion. And I think if we, I think we're at the time now that we need to address that stuff. You know what I mean? But it's funny, man. But like, I gotta, you know, I gotta worry about if I say the wrong thing, getting in trouble. You know, people, people targeting us are doing some violent action. So it's like, damn, it's like we can't even say how we feel about something. And I'm like, dude, prove me wrong. Like, I, I want to, I want to be wrong about some things. You know, if I'm, if I'm off base with this whitewashing things with the Asian community, educate me. I, I welcome it. And I told Joe the other day, th- this we were on the podcast, like, dude, I want you to prove me wrong with this. Not because I I think that I'm right or whatever, but it's like, I, I, I want to, f- I feel a certain kind of way with this and I feel so distanced from where your perception is. Like, I, I can't. I think actually you did say that on the podcast. Oh, did I? <laughs> okay. And I feel so distant from it that it's like, I, I must be missing something. I must be missing a key point. And if it comes, you know, there, there is a big thing about like, you know, sometimes when you perceive something, there's something else going on with somebody that you might not have that information. So it's like, you know, what, what's their kind of, what's going on in their thinking? Um, but like a lot of this stuff, man, like the stuff that's happening in like, like uh, Sweden, they just had another attack in Sweden. Uh, and then, you know, I don't, I, you know, we don't try to get too political, but I think it's fucking stupid to, to attack Syria. You know, I mean, that's like, regardless if you like Trump or not, right? Four years ago, when you know he was tweeting to tell President Obama, "Don't attack Syria, don't do it," you know, and like the only people who seem to be happy about this attack in Syria are the people that are in power that we don't want them to be in power because it's the same old Washington D.C. shit. You know, your Paul Ryan's, your Hillary Clinton's, your you know um, uh, John McCain's, these same motherfuckers who've been in there. Well, maybe not. Paul Ryan, he's still relatively young. The same motherfuckers have been in there forever, you know. And I feel like we've gotten to this point because of him, you know. And like now, I feel like he's like falling in a machine to that. And it's just like, God damn it! And now, like I really, for the for the first time since I was like in kindergarten, and I remember we canceled our trip to Smithsonian because, you know, they were worried about nuclear strikes against DC. Like that should happen in our lifetime. And for all, I I, I remember thinking back to that maybe two three years ago. And like thinking how foolish that was for us to be that worried about it, and now like I'm like, God damn, like do I want to move a little bit further away from Washington D.C.? Yeah. Maybe I don't know if the Appalachian Mountain Range is going to protect us against that strike in, <laughs> in the capital, you know. Um, and now like the shit with North Korea and those guys are going crazy, and I'm like, and and it's funny, man. Like of all the people I I hear talk about, you know, bad shit happening in our own country, right? If you take 15 minutes to research what happens in North Korea, it is probably the most – I would stand to say that what goes on in North Korea is probably some of the most horrible shit that has ever gone on in human existence, ever. And I'm talking about slavery. I'm talking about Genghis Khan. I'm talking about the Holocaust. 
Like, it is probably some of the most horrible shit. Like, you don't cry enough for his funeral, and they kill you in three generations. So you're any living parent, any children. Three generate That is their law. Any crime against the state, they're killing three generations. And um, there's this, this is a young Korean chick. I know this is way off topic, but there's a young Korean chick that I saw speak of this thing and how they escaped North Korea and, like, hiked through the desert. And, like, her mom let herself be raped in front of her child to stop the child from getting raped. And, her, and, she, bar- and she had to bury her dad in secret. Her dad was executed. She had to bury her dad in secret. You know, because they found out about what it was that she and her mother would be killed as well and her grandparents or some crazy shit. And it's just like, you know, uh, her neighbor, or her aunt was, was executed for watching a Hollywood movie, reviewing it. They, they found out that she watched it somehow because that's like, you know, the contraband that comes in. But nobody wants to talk about that shit. That shit isn't sexy enough to talk about. It's like, oh, we'll just make funny, crazy movies on North Korea, and we'll every once in a while throw it in a Bond film about North Korea or, or whatever. You know, I don't know, man. It's just it. It seems to me that there's a lot of other stuff going on, and we got these fucking asshats that that are upset because they don't have a, a a legitimate war to rage against, so they rage against everything. Illegitimate bullshit. You know, I don't yeah. know, man. Um, it's funny, man. Like I. Like my whole, my, I'm a, I'm a live and let let live kind of guy. Yeah. You know, like I don't care if you're having sex with your siblings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like as long as you don't fuck with me and mom. You know. Yeah. And I I, I try to handle every situation accordingly. You know, like if I'm wronged by you, I'm not gonna hold everybody that looks like you accountable. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And that all that being said, not that anybody's fucking asking me anyway. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I don't learning about the Syrian situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fucking answer is. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes like I look at these situations and, I, and like not, I probably don't fucking know. There's probably ten thousand things going on that I'm just not privy to, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But just with the information I'm privy to, like like the Iraq shit, I'm like I know the answer to this. Get out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The Syrian shit, I don't know the answer to it. Yeah. There's like, there's so many moving pieces at play. It seems like a very complex machine where if you go to fuck with one gear, yeah. you can fuck the whole thing up. Well, you know, it's, it, it, you know, we spent $110 million in missile strikes, right? $110 million. And like, I don't, I don't know. There's people saying that the gas, it wasn't a gas attack by, the Syrians. It was a leak that the rebels had their own cache of weapons. There's this. There's a dispute right now about what's going on, and there's pictures of kids all fucked up, and that's horrible. Seeing kids die all the time is horrible. But at the same time, we walk by starving kids all the time in this own country. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's got to there's got to be walk a, past any starving kids. You know what I mean? Like when you see like kids with like, flies on their face, like that's a whole different ball game. I hear. Well, there's 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 poverty here. There are starving kids here. There is malnutrition here. Sure, that is there's, there's definitely malnutrition here. Yes, across all economic levels. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like here, I, I feel like there is only there. There's so much available to everyone here, and uh-huh. that's not to turn my nose up to the plight of the homeless or anything like that. But having I, I worked in social services for a fair bit of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no reason for anyone to starve here. 
there is no reason. There, there, yes, if, I agree. If a person is starving here, it is it is because they are choosing to starve. So, yeah. So uh, somebody calling off work right now. Well, and, and I'm just push. This is just nokidshungry.org. I'm just pulling this up. For, uh, 48.8 million Americans, including 13 million ch children, live in households that lack the means to get enough nutrition, food on a regular basis. That's that's yeah. a different argument. Yeah, but, 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 but what I'm saying is, is that, like, my my point is, 110 million dollars, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if there's 48 million kids, that means that we can give each of those families two million dollars. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like with that one missile strike, like it, it gets to be a point where, the, and there's starving kids in Africa, mm -hmm. there's starving kids in South America. Yeah. You know, like proper starving. Yeah, proper starving, right? And and we don't have military conflicts with those countries. Some of those countries, we don't even have philosophical conflicts with them. Right, right, right. You know, they're 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 in the they're in the same cultural regime as us. Right. You know. And like there gets to be a point with me, and like of course it's a fight over long-term resources, and also it's a fight for rich people to make more money. Yeah, you know, our, our empires become bigger. Can of Coke six bucks to the American taxpayer. What? What's that? Um. Oh, because it's subsidized. No, the like the uh, the the military. Okay. Is in, and this is not anti-military. Yeah. We are pro-military. Yeah. If but we, the. The contracting companies that are brought in to deliver food. Yes. And we have cooks in the military. Yes. Would love to cook. Yes. And are told not to. Yes. So that these contracting companies can come in and provide catering services. Yes. Uh, a can of Coke imported from Saudi Arabia. So not even from America. Yes. From Saudi Arabia, average cocaine costs American taxpayers six. Wow. And is that and that's in like the theater like like in out out of country. Like to all the military personnel serving in that abroad region, region gotcha. Of the world. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. And and it's not like the military. You know, like, I'm sure if the military wants coke, let's fucking let's make let's send a coke plant over there. I'm I'm with that shit. Yeah. I want the military to be happy. Don't get me wrong. Yes. I just I don't I don't like don't fucking go to war so that you can pad your pockets with this other fucking company to provide food for a military service that wants to provide their own fucking food and serve their own people. Yeah. With a fucking six dollar Coke can that's got fucking Coca Cola written in in Saudi Arabia language because yeah. they're just getting it from down yeah. the street and yeah. they're charging me six bucks for it and charging American and nobody wants that except for the people that are making money hand over fist from young boys dying. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and there's uh, the other issue of that too is I don't want to get into this. This is kind of too crazy, but um, you know, you get to the point too where you're importing all this basically shit food where the, you know, the military could employ people to prepare healthier food for our men and women. I mean, they do want the creature kind of like, oh man, I would love some Subway right now. Or I like yeah, love yeah, some KFC. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And sometimes it's easier logistically just to hire somebody to do it. I get that as well. Give them a can of Coke. But I mean, I got you know, it, it is it is an issue. It is an issue there. There's there's tons of fraud, waste, and abuse in the government because basically, oh, we have a hundred million dollar budget. We got. We only use ninety of it. We gotta spend other ten million because if we don't, we're not gonna get that budget next Who year. Who needs new chairs? That's that's a fact. That's absolutely. You know? Yeah. So um, the other thing, like like just say like like speaking on the on the starving kids, like the Department of Agriculture, which is which runs the food stamps federally. Yeah. You know, that the state governments then break down in terms of how they distribute it. But yeah. the money comes from the Department of Agriculture. Is always their supply is always greater than the demand. Yeah. 
So they will actually, the Department of Agriculture, if you look in like your city paper, city circular, they will publish advertising campaigns for food stamps. Wow. Because they need, in order for them to keep getting the money, they need to keep providing that service. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's a that that's the kind of shit though. When I hear it's like I, I kind of want a business experience person in there that looks to cut costs and increase profits, because all we're doing is bleeding money so people can, you know, expand their empire. You know what I mean? I I got a buddy who works for a uh, a young government agency, I guess, and he tells me about the stuff all the time. Like they're growing, and he's like, dude, they're like they hire so many more people than they need. And they're like top heavy and they're keep like, this is what their main focus is. And now they're doing all this other crap, but that other crap they're doing isn't even effective, you know? And now there's all this crazy stuff, you know, and he might, and, he, he, and he's like worried about losing his job, you know, cause they, they, they invent, they point to a problem. They say they need to be prepared for that problem. And then like 10 years later, it's not a real thing. And they've, they've made all this crazy stuff. That's not really needed. You know? and let me, let me say just, just for clarification, in case my words are misinterpreted at all. I don't think any kids should be starving in this country. No. I think we should be taking care of our own. I agree. I'm just saying, if we're taking care of our own yeah. and we're doing it for 20 bucks, let's not give the Department of Agriculture 30. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. If we can do it for 20 bucks, let's give them 20 bucks and give them 20 bucks as long as they need. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, and if next year they're a dollar short, 21 bucks, yeah. 20 bucks it is. And I, when I think philosophically too, like, like over and over again, it's just being a mammal. It's got nothing to do with liberal or whatever. If, if we have a, a dog in here and there's a magic button over there that every time he steps on it, food comes out, he will lay there and eat and eat and eat and get fat and not move around yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not work anymore. Cause that's just, that's just survival mechanism, you know? And it's like, I, I think too, with humans, we need to be doing work. We need to be con- contributing something. And I think we should go back to that old thing back in the day where, you know, whatever money you take out from welfare, you tab it and you, with the ambitions of when you get a job back, you try to pay it back. And like this is a loan. Not to say that we go after people and put them more in debt because the right, debt system's right. even worse. Right, right, exactly. But it's an honor thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, you know, I want to, uh, I want to pay this back. To 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 lighten the mood before we move on to D.C. Um, speaking of freedoms and free speech, etc. Uh, I was at my 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 wife's my wife's grandmother's birthday was last week, and we had an Easter party there mm-hmm. as well because everybody's going to be away. Yeah. And uh, she has an aunt that loves me to death, loves me to pieces, and I love her, Aunt Angie. She's she married into the family. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she saw me coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? She saw me coming from a mile away. Yeah. Right? And she was like, "I can't believe it," because I never go. I never go. Yeah, yeah. Show up. She's like, "I can't believe it. I can't believe it." I was like, "I know." I was like, "You ain't dreaming, sweetheart." You know what I mean? I'm, I'm walking up. We're gonna give each other a nice, warm embrace. Yes. Yeah. You just very, did it. Very loving. You just did it. Oh, did I? Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. Nice, warm embrace, loving embrace. Yeah. Um, she walked me over. Her son is getting married. She introduces. I know her son. She introduces me to my fiance, mm-hmm. and she's like, "This is Bobby. He is my favorite of this family. You know why? He speaks his mind." And I said, "Well, careful what you wish for, because you may just get it." As I turn and look to her son, and I say, "I may not come to your wedding." Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, it was a busy time of year. And I was like, no, I just may not come. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, really? And I was like, yeah, I don't know if we're a wedding family. 
<laughs> like, Did he get offended? Uh, he was. Sh- I think it was more. I think it was shocked. <gasps> like not 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 even like it was just like I've never had a person speak to me this way. <laughs> you know, I wasn't being nasty or anything. I was, yeah. like, I was like, look, I was like, you're getting married in December. Yeah. And this is not the reason why I'm not coming. If you if this wasn't this weekend, I yeah. probably still would choose to not come. Yeah. I don't feel like it's entirely appropriate. Yeah. I don't even know. But the card just stacked against you. I barely know your last name. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Rogue One. Uh, came out last year, December 15th, and yeah. episode 8 comes out this year, mm-hmm. December 15th, and that's in that ballpark, mm-hmm. and I might just want to go see it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know what's funny, man? About I got this guy that always, like, I met him a couple years ago, him and his son, great dude, like a camping buddy, mm-hmm. and he always hits me up on weekends that I work to go camping or hiking or whatever they're doing. And like, he, like, but it's always the weekends that I work. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, listen, man, I'm not, I'm not saying no, you know, but I'm not, I'm working that weekend. Right. So, and it, if something happens and they change my schedule or I'm off, maybe I'll go. And, but he, I mean, it's been like, I mean, he's been doing it for like three years and he keeps on inviting me, right. but I feel bad, but it gets to the point too, like, you know, now I mean, I just go because I just never go. I just keep <laughs> it's it. It's kind of you know, my thing. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Just you know, you, you invite me, I don't go. Exactly, and I, and I feel bad because sure, I, sure, I do sure. feel like I want to go one one, I, one time. I'd love to go, you but then, enjoy it. but then I feel like he expects me to go every time. Then, yeah. you know, then it'd be then it'd be like, you know, we build this up to be a thing, you know, because he's probably he probably tells his friends like, yeah, I always I always invite Adam and he never comes. I keep inviting, never comes. And, you know, it's kind of like we've we've we've. We got a relationship based on me not going. Some of those uh, side notes, some of those books I bought, mm-hmm. taking some chances. Oh, not really? all big two books. I'm taking some chances on. Like them. what? Um, like I got this one. It's uh, it's I think it's called Beauty, mm-hmm. and it's about like this sexually transmitted disease that kind of turns you into a bit of a monster. Hmm. Uh, I like it already. Yeah, and then there's another one up there. I think it's called. Moon. Is it called? Is that disease just called having a penis? <laughs> As I Google penis, yeah. it came up gotcha. as it does. Yeah. As a penis does too. Because they're beautiful. Once aroused. Every once in a while. If they're soaked <laughs> in olive oil since they're five years old. If they're soaked in olive oil since they're five years old. All right, DC News. Uh, Joss, we didn't talk about this last yeah, time. Yeah, we didn't. We Joss missed it. Whedon is Joss. Shout out to Miss Noise. Joss, goddammit. And, it, and it's Josh. Hayden. 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 As Joe says. He's like, I want to have a name that is really difficult to pronounce. Yes. And easily you, remembered. And you want to say something else? Yes. Like, you're obviously going to want to say Josh Wheaton. Yeah. Not, not it. it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, he's going to do a Batgirl movie, supposedly. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, I find it interesting that he's coming over to the DC side of the house. I think he is a, a powerhouse with the nerddom. He's talented, obviously. He's a talented dude, yeah. I do think that all of these – I'm more and more convinced, and actually people started to, to message me. Or well, somebody said wrote it on the Nerd Rage wall, the, the Wonder Woman. Oh, did they? They're expecting low sales or whatever for a low opening weekend. Oh, really? Jesus. Right. You know, and so it would be interesting now that these, these anti-DC people – like especially at comicbookreviews.com and you know those guys I think are really bad. Um, I think Movie Web as well has been some on some DC hate. Movie Web is a like 
every now and then there's something worthwhile talking about. But you, you, like you're a big movie web share, and Joe does too. Yeah. In in the notes, and like every time I see that little fucking symbol, I'm yeah. like, this is gonna be horse shit. Yeah. And most of the 99 percent of the time, it is. Yeah. Um, but that one percent, it's like it's, worthwhile. Uh, fuck. Yeah. So, um, it's the it's the head angle too, man. You fucking nailed it. Did you like pull, pull up a picture? <laughs> no. I'm looking at Raphael right now. He just looks like the lighting where he's standing, the, the lighting on him and his positioning is so fucking it's on the I'm not finished with you. <laughs> Damn. Dude, I did a uh, the skit for it. A little, oh, yeah. a little spoiler because it comes out this Friday. But um, I like I, I, I say and it's, plus it's one of my favorite movie moments of, of all time, which I often do around here. And then like, it cuts to me and I'm, I'm in a robot and, and I'm, I turn around and say, you want who to take him off the trash? You want who to take out the trash? And like, I peel back the robe and I got my sigh and my belt and, I, and then I do a close up of my finger going like this. Yeah. And then I, in the back I go, <laughs> um, uh, I forgot what's going with that. Uh, yeah, I mean that Raphael. Oh, Josh Whedon. Yeah, Josh. 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 As you fucking were. Josh. Um, I think that the the nerds are going to be in conflict. The the DC hating nerds are going to be in conflict, and I think that Josh is going to have to. He's going to have to find a tone that matches matches, mm-hmm. but is his own thing. Um, so that will be interesting. I think that will be a challenge for him. Maybe that's what he wants to do it. But I am also like, there's already been an announced like, oh, the first transgender. Like Barbara's roommate's gonna be a a a male in transition, you know, and so that's like something to be focused on. Like, God damn it, man! Can't just make a a movie, movie, you know. know, And like, and here's the thing: I'm not even saying I'd be upset if that was in the movie. Sure. But the fact they haven't even started filming the movie and the script's not done—it's a marketing ploy. Stop it. You know, let me ask you a question because we're getting sirens and we're getting fucking Batgirl. Yeah. You know. Is Sirens gonna be before Batgirl? Who the fuck knows? But my question is this: <clears throat> If I were to give you, if I were to give you a piece of paper, yes, and I was like, give me the first ten DC movies that you, none have come prior to Man of Steel. Yes, Man, a year before we see the first trailer. All right, so if we rebooted the DC universe no, no, back in time, even, yeah, yeah, didn't even see anything. Time. We haven't seen anything. But okay, it's a year before Man of Steel, and I'm okay. like, dude, I just got the green light from Warner Brothers, and I am in charge of making the first ten DC movies. Okay, want, can you write down on this piece of paper the ones you want to see? Would a Batgirl or a Sirens movie be on that list? Uh, let me think. So, of course, I want a Batman movie. Of course, I want a Superman movie. Of course, I want a Wonder Woman movie. I want a Green Lantern movie. I uh, don't need a Cyborg movie. I want a Flash movie. I want a Flash movie. I want an Aquaman movie. Yep. And, uh, Justice League, Justice League movie, of course. Absolutely. Um, and you see these little digits here? Because yeah. this, this is what I went in my head. So, see these guys? Yeah. These are part twos to the ones I just mentioned. Because <laughs> actually, I'm thinking there. Do I want a Martian Manhunter movie? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm okay with him popping up in another movie. Yeah. But these three. Uh, uh, let me look around real quick. Let me look around and see. This shelf. Uh, yeah. Flash and green. Yeah. Uh, looking around. I'm looking around. All Batman. And I'm thinking. I'm thinking Superman Part Two, Batman Part Two. Superman and Batman. <laughs> or Justice League Part Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, like that's my thing is that, that I'm, I'm like, man, like Suicide Squad wouldn't have been on either one of our lists. Yeah, but you know, here, in all fairness, the problem with that is that's too much on the actors. Like that's too many to do. You know, that's that's a lot to do in a short amount of time. That's a that's a big. Well, demand. we're not talking about that. We're not putting no time limit on it. 
you know, if I was, yeah, but, that, but that's the other problem too, is because you, you want to do things in a certain order where you're telling more stories because how many, how many movies does one actor ha- really have of playing the character? Shit, man. I mean, what are these Marvel boys doing? I know, but that's, that, that's the first time ever. Agreed. And, and like, and like Robert Downey Jr. just needed some coaxing to, to do this. We might not see an Iron Agreed, Man but four. we got, a, I mean, we've got a good run. We, no, we I, I definitely did. But, and, he, and he's getting a little long on the tooth to do him. No doubt. You know? But but but, but the run has been worth it. Like, if, yeah. this whole, if this whole Marvel thing ended at Infinity War, you mm-hmm. know what I would do? And just walk away? And walk away. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, when you boys are ready in 10 years to start this over again, count me in. I'll wait for the Guardians 3. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like... I haven't seen Guardians 2 yet. I still want Guardians 3. I'm just like, I'd be good with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um... But yeah, like a, a Sirens movie wouldn't have been on our list. A fucking Catwoman or Batgirl, and I, I just. I, I uh, somebody said something to me the other day. I forgot to talk about this. Uh, my man, let's call him TD. Okay. Tango Tony Delta. Danza. Tony Danza. <laughs> I'm up more Tony Friend Danza. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Tony Danza. Yeah, that's right. Hit us up. Um, he uh, he's liked all the comic book movies. He's not a big comic book dude. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a big reader. He's a big, small comic book dude. It's a man made out of pages. That's right. Two pages that's right. together in the middle. Um, he's a big historical reader. He likes historical fiction, um, but he loves all the comic book stuff. And he's always he's always one that's he's he's always hit me up about explaining the world to him. But sure. he, he's he's one of those guys where if you're like, oh, what have you been reading? Oh, I've been reading some Dickens. And you know, and stuff like that. Oh, I just finished War and Peace for the 18th time, but we, I read it every year. Uh, one exception but, he makes is obviously Pacific Rim. He actually likes that. I shit you not. And I gave him, I gave him a hard time about that. That's like I shit you not, man. Maybe there's something about that movie. But anyway, he he loves all the comic book movies for what they are. He hasn't really had a complaint about any of them. And better than us. But he said something. No, but hear this out because this is about. I'm about to drop something on you. It's gonna make you step back and, and smoke that a little bit harder. I will hit this shit hard. So he says, you know, Adam, I hear you make your criticisms about the films, and I, I'm not saying they're not valid, but I think that you're a little extra hard on the comedic, the comedic aspects because you believe people will perceive it and not take it as seriously as you want them to. Oh, definitely. But, but, like, but, he, but he's saying, he's like, they're not as bad as you think they right, are. Right, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. But I'm saying like that. And, and then I'm like. That's 100% why. I I'm, know. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. like you're, but so you're not, lo- you're not looking at it and being honest with yourself about how you're perceiving it, but you're too busy worried about how everybody else will perceive it. Yeah. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. I, I might have to, I might have to, I might have to step back. And this was like. But do you feel. This like, is like last week. This is like last week and I worked. I, I might have to step back. Do you aspects and, that you have most issue with? I feel like you're more forgiving of the comedic aspects no, 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 generally. No, no, but there's there's some stuff in there. I am forgiving of them, but there's still stuff in there that like I feel that I have to justify why this other stuff is so brilliant and such a well-written story. And I, I've got to make it more than it is because somewhere in the line. I'm forgiving it, but I, I got to balance the scales. Okay, you know what I mean. And like, usually I'm the one that's like, I can't, I get it out of here, and you're like, oh, I like well, yeah, I but like I, I, but we're always balancing each other out. Sure, you know what I mean. So, and I was like, I was like, oh, that's interesting, because there was what, um, I think we were talking about the Spider-Man trailer, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, yeah, well, like, Spider-Man is is that, but Marvel's kind of had this, you know, even like the the Doctor Strange. He was asking me about Doctor Strange as well because he hadn't seen it yet. It was it was good, but there was some stuff with the Kate that was kind of it was kind of goofy, but it was fine. I liked it, but it, like if you're coming into it, it's not as serious. It should be more serious than it is. Let me ask you a question. 
Okay. Go with some Nicole to drink. <laughs> I want you to answer honestly. When you speak about these movies to other people, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't like that shit. Which is that? Cheating on me. Talking about these movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm do you ever filthy, speak as a hive cheater. mind for you and I? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely me too. Absolutely. And Joe is starting to enter into the hive yeah, mind too. Yeah. Um, like, it's, 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 when I speak about this shit. I'm always 70% Adam, 30% Bobby. <laughs> mine, it, it totally depends. Mine, yeah. it totally depends on what we're talking about. Like, sometimes I'm, I'm. But I'm talking about Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm more, I'm more Adam than Bobby. Sometimes I'm more Bobby yeah, than Adam. It all yeah. depends on what I'm. If we're, like, if we're talking about Transformers stuff, I'll definitely, uh, invoke your spirit. When I'm speaking to normies, I, I am, I, it's not me talking to them. It is the voice of nerve rage. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've just, I've just noticed it recently because I said something recently, and after, after I said it in my mind, not out loud, in my mind. I'm I don't like, feel that way. That's not even me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the way I feel about it. Well, you know, there's an argument that we don't really feel anything about anything. We're just anticipating what we should feel and what other expect us to feel. Mm. They did some real shit. But I think you know? I think it's just because I'm trying to I, like I funnel all of this energy into one collective opinion when it comes to yeah others. yeah. It's, um, you know it's that's that's some real shit, man. Because you you do you you do talk with the expectation of how it's going to be perceived, and that can change the dialogue in real time. And sometimes you know and I know I I have this with you more than other people is that sometimes I just need to just talk and say things. To figure out how I think about things. Yeah, definitely. Like the words come first before the thought. The thought. Yeah, definitely. Even though it sounds, I am unfortunately (laughs) I am everything. Yes, (laughs) but uh, it it is it's definitely interesting, man. Um, I'm not sure if we have any other DC news. Let me look in my notes. All right, I'm gonna stop this real quick and save it while you do that. I know I shouldn't tell you guys that we pause and gonna stop because it'll be flawless. (laughs) But there's something about the charm of it to me. Yeah. Yeah. We're not bullshitting you guys. Here's the edit post. Nah, it's going live. Um, actually right. uploaded. Nerve rage. So Paul sent us an email that said, "Hmm, let's take a look at the timestamp for this question." Ha ha. I'll still add another one for Adam this week to no to appease Adam. <laughs> but I, I think it's your... the timestamp of this Star Wars. What's your favorite vehicle and why? Didn't we answer this? Um, I don't, I don't know. I think we answered this. I don't think we did. I don't recall. Maybe you read it, answered in your head for me. <laughs> All right. He says, "What's your favorite Star Wars vehicle and why? It can be a single pilot fighter or a huge capital ship or <sighs> ship. Do you like it because of its design, or is it actually the pilot that makes you like it?" Uh, obviously, referencing like an X-wing versus yeah, a yeah, yeah, Falcon. Yeah. And most of my friends growing up (parentheses Asian). All end up loving the Y wing because it had the only Asian person in the Star Wars universe. We definitely talked about this. I don't recall. In the at, at the time, you know, maybe the, you and Joe talked about this. You know, the I'm hit. Yeah, yeah. Guy, yeah. but I've always been partial to the A wing. I've always liked its design. It's kind of a mix between a door stopper and a fish, but I still love it. I really feel like, we, but I think a lot of it. You also, might have. We might have already done this in the other universe that you were in, and your consciousness transferred to this parallel universe. Mandela effect. Yeah. Has the iconic scene in the jet. Dude, what if we never did, but all the other listeners remember it too? Dude. That's some real. That would be real yeah. shit. I, I, I never remember doing this. So <laughs> okay. if you guys can find this, I would love to listen to it again. 
There's your homework assignment. Listen to all 85 episodes again. Let me know the timestamp in the episode we talked about this because I literally don't recall. But I think a lot of it also has to do with the iconic scene in Jedi where the pilot crashed into the executor and turned the tide in the Battle of Endor. As far as the EU is concerned, I've always loved the Rogue One or the Rogue Shadow from Force Unleashed. Cool design, badass color scheme, and sleek as hell. What's not to love? Boston. Why are you okay? You sounded really low all of a sudden. Um, I see you jumping, but so. It's just that little bit closer. The Falcon is my... Yeah, I was going to say the Falcon, too. It's hard, because the X-Wing is kind of cool, too. And so is the TIE Fighters. Like they're, like, TIE Fighters, I can I can do without. See, for me, like, <laughs> the TIE Interceptor is actually one of my favorite ships in Star Wars. I mean, I only had a Y-Wing and a TIE uh, fighter. No, he, never had, had... he actually he had a Y-Wing, and then he had a necktie just for formal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just for the Easter. Uh, I never had the Falcon. I always wanted one. Yeah, I had. I had well, I, I had a hand-me-down. My Falcon was a hand-me-down, and my Death Star was a hand-me-down. And my indoor playset was a hand-me-down. My cousin Eric, mm. a drug addict. Mm. I had addiction issues in my family on both sides. Mm. Yeah. Um, I had the I had the Dagobah Swamp, which you never had. I never had it. The best part with that is a little styrofoam swamp bit that you can like disappear and fall out of it. They had the little styrofoam bits in the Death Star. I never had them. Eric had well lost. It, it was like a maybe snort. It was a styrofoam pad with a slit in it. <laughs> and you can slide like he's sinking in there and they could pop back up oh nice nice. Yeah, nice. it was very cool very cool gimmick um, uh, yeah the, the, I mean the Millennium Falcon dude it's just classic it just, it just the way it looks the way it feels you know what it's inspired by the touch of cotton <laughs> oh dude that's it. have we told that story before? oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, you know what it's inspired by uh, McDonald's Arch that's right um, another ship uh, the slave one you know what that's inspired by well, let me think I don't know. Street lamp. Okay. Yeah, I guess Street so. Lamp. Um, but the uh, I love all the ties. Yeah. And I, I love uh, I love the Star Destroyers. Like I, I'm not. I, I do like the Jedi ships in in uh, the Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones or whatever. Okay, there's there's the ones that they, like he, that they cook into, into the pod, the, yeah. the hyperspace pod. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's fucking yeah. awesome. But I I also like the ones that are in. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, where, yeah. Know, where it's there's like a, there's starting a, to see the Tie Fighter come coming. Out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like a mixture of the A Wing and the. I love like I, I don't know if I hate any Star Wars ship. You know, I gotta really think about it. <laughs> um, like I like the shuttle Tidarium. Like yeah, this this is dope. Cool man. Like I, I think I didn't like I think my least favorite as a kid was the B Wing. It just seemed clunky and awkward. But now as an adult, I dig it. What's your favorite? And I, I think do. I'm like, I do. I'm like, well, there's no fucking B here. I do feel like um, we had a conversation like your favorite spaceship, mm-hmm. you know, like what was the best spaceship? Mm-hmm. So maybe. Yeah. But the um, what what is your favorite spaceship of any thing you can think Falcon. of? So the Falcon. I don't know. I, that at that point I might have to go Trekkie on that one. I really like the star the Star Trek NCC seventeen oh one E, not the D. Dork. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I also like the Defiant because the Defiant had a cloaking device from the Romulans. And it was a badass beast of a ship. It's something about. It kind of looked like the Falcon. It's something like about. It, it, I, I think the Falcon is the only. It may not be the only, but it's definitely the vehicle. Period that I had the strongest emotional attachment to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like because it that ship's got a personality. Yeah, and you spend you know? so much time. Like, there's so many cool, iconic things that happen inside it. You know, like. It, it's not that you spend more time. You spend way more time in Star Wars outside of that ship than you do inside. <laughs> But it's like everything that happens inside the Falcon is fucking yeah. iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like I don't know, man. But it's, it's like 
I remember while watching the the trailer, which is coming Saturday. Is it really it's coming the, Saturday? The, 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 yeah. Um, I, I remember. I, I will get on the phone. I'll be at the beach. I will put the entire vacay on pause. All right. To have a Skype conversation. All about right. That. We'll record it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that'll be next week's show, folks. <laughs> That's all you're getting. <laughs> maybe 15 minutes. Maybe 45. <laughs> maybe three hours. You don't know. But the um, the theories. Dude, what if we learn in the trailer who Ray's parents are? There's no fucking way. But I'm saying, but what if we did? Like, what if they gave it up? You know, if they did, you know, you know what my first question to you would be? Huh? So Do you believe it? What movie are you looking forward to most now? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, save that talk for Saturday, friend. The uh, so I I remember watching the trailer for the uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. the first trailer they showed at Celebration. Yeah. Not the teaser, and I watched it. My wife was over my shoulder because I was like, it hit. And my wife came right over, watched it over my shoulder, and that fucking, like, Chewie, we're home. Yeah. Like, I fucking welled up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I remember where I was at, because I, I, I was out to dinner with my wife at Aishay, this, this Greek place. You'd fucking hate it. It's awesome. And it popped up on my phone, but we had just gotten into, like, argument or fight in, like, the recent days. Like, oh, you spend too much time on your phone, blah, blah, blah. I think it's... I, I want to say I just upgraded my iPhone or something, and so mm. it was like, oh new yeah, toy. new toy, yeah, yeah. yeah, no doubt. So I like excused myself and went to the bathroom and watched like four times in the stall, like had my headphones in so nobody could hear me, and I was watching it over and over again. And I think I might have texted you, like it's like holy shit or something like that. Yeah, no, I was on, I was on, um, I, I've been waiting. But well, you, you had already watched this. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. But uh, and I came back, didn't tell her that I watched it. So you're all right? I think I, I think I think it was over your phone, and I think I had sent it, and and you didn't know I had sent it because you couldn't look into your phone at the moment. May, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But I like, I mean, she she was over, like, she saw, she was like, you're fucking crying. You know what I mean? Because I I, I was just like, I was oh I, I was overcome with yeah. emotion. Like I like, and what's funny is in the in the do you want pizza? I always fucking want. Pizza. Like, I'm ordering pizza right now because I'm we're gonna be doing this for a while, and I'm fucking hungry. When I saw uh, when I saw it in the movie, mm-hmm. the emotional response wasn't as big as when I saw it in the trailer. Oh really? Like, cause it all kind of happened so quick. You know, they they like they're oh, what is it? Stormtroopers coming in? Is it is it is the first order ship? Chewie, we're home. Yeah. What is that? You know, like it just moves so that like I didn't have that as much. Like I had a bigger emotional payoff. Yeah. When they said um, that one, that's junk. All right, we're gonna take the junk, and the camera panned over, and it was fucking uh, sitting oh, there, yeah. and I was like, oh my. <sighs> Pull them tarps off my baby girl. And let's get this bitch in the air. Delivery's not available. The fuck, bro? It definitely is. You use the app, right? Yeah, my wife. My wife does. Uh, that's weird. Is it? Is it? No deliveries available. Not even to my house. That's Syria, weird. Dude. Huh? Syria has already attacked us. <laughs> Russia attacked all of our dominoes. Yeah, gee, well, I wonder. I wonder if that dominoes is closed. Comrades, know how to get them. I wonder if that dominoes is closed. We'll take away their pizza and also their cheese. We'll start. We'll start to death, <laughs> dude. I wonder if that's closed or something. Like something happened and it closed that dominoes. Like, oh God, my my kids will be. I my mean, my kids, my kids will be the youngest kids to ever protest. They'll be protesting um, in the streets, dude. Heads up, delivery not available in your area. Where the fuck do you think I am? That's crazy. Now now I kind of want to get to the bottom of this. We should do it live on the internet. How long has the show so far? Two hours. Let's do Star Wars news, but we're okay. pizza. And... They got to do it by the phone. I got cash, though. Um, 
so thank you for the question as, as always paul and uh let's move on to star wars news so there's some bullshit that rosario dawson and the rock might join star wars cast. Dude. that picture with him is quite should i make that the backdrop for the week i think so all right that's fucking awesome somebody photoshopped the rock's face onto qui-gon it's, it's fucking awesome it's brilliant it's fucking I, awesome. I saw i didn't i didn't let legitimate think it was real yeah i was but, like but that but that, that picture though worth it. it was yeah. worth it. It yeah. definitely worth it um thanks movie web <laughs> general leia organa will appear in star wars episode nine without the aid of cgi so i guess they got enough shots where mm-hmm. they can i wonder how those rewrites went they did rewrites well, you know, to, to shift. Well, there's another scenes. thing that I think is is worth mentioning. Like, I know that we're in the practical effects Star Wars age, mm-hmm. but we're not fucking in the practical effects Star Wars age. It's something that sounds fun to say. It's not actually true. Mm-hmm. You know, like recently I watched all those bonus features for the prequels. Yeah, you'd be amazed at how much of that was practical. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're pretty much doing the same thing they did there. So CGI's gotten a lot better. Yeah, and you know, and there's kind of and, and it's in the like the settings and shit are just more in the spirit of what we know as Star Wars. It's a different time here. Now, don't get me started. And there's more sets than there were in the prequels. Possibly. I don't even know. Because I mean, most of the sets are like most of the sets, even in in Force Awakens, are still partial sets where CGI shit added in it. Okay. But anyway, I say that to say this: <clears throat> they probably have enough footage of her against blue screens and green screens and all that kind of shit where they can make a couple changes that doesn't affect the story just to get her to say the dialogue yeah. they need her to say. Is this is not actually a CGI Leia. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're manipulating the CGI in yes. order to get it to work. Um. So does this confirm that she's not dead in Episode Eight, or uh, that we might get a flashback. hologram? Force back. I don't think. Do we have any other force backs? In the Visions. Episode yeah. 7, we got a force back. Yeah, in the Visions. So... I don't count those as flashbacks per se because they're still happening in real time. She's in real time traveling to the past. Her consciousness is. It's not a flashback in. No, it's a force back. Story. <laughs> and and in storytelling, possibly a force forward. Yes. Yes. Um. Let's see what else we have. The clash on Star Wars. Uh, this is all from making Star Wars. Uh, the Last Jedi's new world. Some new world. It wasn't that interesting. Was it a whole new world? It's just like it's like a. We, we've talked about it before. It's like it. It looks like a like a white sand, like almost like a salt land. Yeah. Um, and then the other bit that I wanted to talk about was uh, there's this bit. They're talking about the the first order, right? Apparently, supreme leader mm-hmm. is not a black cloak all the time kind of mm-hmm. guy. And he actually has a, a, a bit of taste for decadence. Mm. And we're going to see him in, like, gold ceremonial robes. Yeah. I like it. I do, too. I do, too. And I, I like that how fucking disfigured he is with that taste of decadence. Like, I think that that works. Yeah. It makes him interesting. I agree. You know, if he was beautiful, it wouldn't be as interesting. Yeah. It, um, it's, it's, I wonder if he wears any jewelry. A ring. Does he? The size of a blow pop, or a ring pop. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Does a lightsaber come out of it? <laughs> I hope not. Swords. God, fingers crossed. God, that'd be awesome. Um, There's also these uh, new, like, it looks like the First Order versions of the Royal Guard. Dude. It's crazy. We'll have to call them. Yeah. Um, maybe they got a website. Maybe they got an internet issue. They, they might, yeah. Um, My internet has actually been acting up today, so. Oh. Um. 
they have like a royal guard. Mm-hmm. All red. Like the faceplate is all red. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It seems interesting to me. And they're, they're, the only thing that struck me as weird, and this is all rumor and speculation and stuff, but they described it as like eight to nine people of, of this royal guard. And now they're thinking, well, maybe it's not the Knights of Ren that go to this fucking Achtu. That it's maybe the, it's tight. the royal guard. Mm-hmm. And they all have different weapons. And I think they even say it in the article, it has a little bit of a Ninja Turtle vibe. Like, here's the staff one. And here's the sword one. And here's the nut. I think there's even nunchucks. And here's the size. They didn't say size. But, like, you know, throwing weapons. And this, like, they're all individualized weapons. Here's the, the pistol guy. Here's the rifle guy. <clears throat> across these faceless mm-hmm. kind of uh, royal guards. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to see royal guards get down because we've never really seen it. No. Um, not something the EU comic books. Yeah, but I mean, in, in, a, in a visual, in like in yeah. a motion sense. But like, you know, aside from them being thrown around the room from Yoda, we've never actually really, yeah. really seen it. But uh, the the fucking episode eight, I think we should say this: like the episode eight doors are starting to open. Mm-hmm. So we will, on this podcast from now on, from from this week, from next week forward, have a spoiler section where if you want to talk about the spoilers, you can stay tuned in. If yeah. you don't want to. Spo- and I think we should have like I think we should have non spoilers, diet spoilers, and spoilers. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe if, we should say the spoilers for the Patreon page. Maybe, but if it's like no, if it was just, like a, we're just joking, <clears throat> it's an ongoing joke. If it was like a diet, diet spoilers, like for me that would be stuff like, look, this is going to be on the poster. It's yeah, be in gotcha. All the stores, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not going to be able to avoid. Yeah. You know, and then like and the, the, unless you go live in a cave. Right. 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 You know. Um. And yeah, and outside of that, I don't think we have anything, anything more. There is this talk about this planet, uh, some other planet that uh, didn't sound all that interesting to me. But uh, they named the Dubrovnik planet, mm-hmm. or at least they report the name that the people on set have been calling it, which could be a Blue Harvest situation. Yeah, yeah. For all we know, um, but it wasn't Corellia, which I think a lot of people were kind of mm. hoping to see. I guess we'll see Corellia with the well, Han Solo Corellia, movie. Is, they might just make Corellia the system. You know what I mean? It's true. We don't know. But either way, I think we'll see that with the Han Solo movie. Like, I, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. I don't yeah. think you so can get away point. from it that's there. That's a good point. So. Or, uh, or he doesn't have to be from Corellia anymore. Because isn't that all EU? It may be. I had to see if there's any fucking. Yeah. You know. I find out he's just from Tatooine. Oh, God. <laughs> Or farmer boy. All right. With yeah. that said. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't oh, mean to. I'm disregard. I was just going to say, like. So. I will need back in this chair. I've been so watching bad. Force Awakens. Uh, yeah. I, last year, I've watched Force Awakens a lot. Okay. And I'm starting to watch Rogue One a lot. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them both. I do think, if I'm being critical, I do think that of those two movies, which is sort of embarking us on this next journey. They've gotten so much right about the tone and vibe and feel of Star Wars, but you know what I think they're not getting right? What's that? It's the fucking quotes. Like, I don't think they're... I don't think we've seen, with the exception of K2SO, Mm -hmm. I don't know if we've seen a character that's just fucking cool. Like, man, that guy is fucking cool. Maybe that's what it is. You know, like... I don't... Like, 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 Boba Fett. Yeah. You know, when you saw Darth Maul. Like, when you saw... Darth Vader. Yeah, like when you saw what well, I mean, Darth Vader's a little bit more because I'm, I'm not trying to give like even just little tidbit yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah. Like when you saw them, like man, who is that guy? Yeah, yeah. he's fucking cool. 
Yeah. And Han Solo. Lando. Darth Vader. Lando. Like, they're just fucking slick. And they, like, it's like you want to hang out with them. Yeah. I don't want to kick it with Poe and Finn. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, you know what I mean? Like, oh, so to speak. Or <laughs> even Ray. You know, like, like they're not cool. Like, yeah, yeah. In, in, in the Rogue One, it's the same. Only thing in Rogue One is that, like... Do you feel that Luke was cool by Return of the Jedi? Yes. By Return of the Jedi, yes. Yeah. When you saw him show up, it was like, okay, Luke's got his shit together. Now. Yeah. But up until then, I could give a fuck about Luke. Yeah. But, like, when... There's something about, like... I, I really think... If I was to, like, really eyeball it, like... I think the only cool shit... And it, I love it all. You know what I mean? And I'm enjoying it. I want to see how I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm, you know, I'm, I have a buy-in here. But the only things that I, in my head right now that I think are fucking cool is K2SO. Mm-hmm. Like, sign me up. Sign mm-hmm. me, give me a K2SO solo movie. I, I, I'll, yeah. I'll, give me all the K2SO I can handle. I'm, uh, he's fucking as Star Wars as fucking Han Solo is to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And fucking that guy, Two Tubes. Like, the guy that's, like, hanging out with Saul Guerrero, he's got, like, the fucking pointy things on the side of his head, he's got the tubes coming out of his mouth to, like, plug in, he's, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, like, when I saw him, I was like, who's that guy? Yeah, that yeah. guy's fucking cool. Well, he's dead now. Well, yeah, he's not. He's dead. No, he's he? dead. He's oh. dead. He died on that planet when it all blew up. Oh. Or maybe he got out. You never know. Hey, let me ask you this, man. This And this is, I, I do feel like there is a certain level of Star Wars apologist here. Absolutely. Um, I'm as guilty of it as anybody. Yeah, I mean, even with the new stuff. I'm as, I'm as guilty of it yeah, as anybody. Discounting, uh, I mean, even one, with the original three. trilogy, I'm as guilty of it yeah, as anybody. Yeah, but the the original tr- trilogy was a kind of a culture changing thing. Sure. How do you think? And I know this is impossible to answer. Sure. But how do you think you would feel if Star Wars never existed? You're still into all this shit. No Star Wars though. Instead of instead of Star Wars, you were just kind of cool with Knight Rider and you know, fucking mask. And then and then you see. Episode seven. I probably would be like, that was a fun time. I mean, because if you think about... I don't think I'd have all this merchandise. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the key points in that... I mean, even Harrison Ford... Let's say Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones, and he was old man Han Solo. You know what I mean? It's the same movie. He was Get Off My Plane, and he was Blade Runner, and he still has that same place in your mind. Mm-hmm. And it's harder for you, because Han Solo's like one of your favorite fictional characters right. ever. But, like, I, I I do wonder, the first three movies don't, I don't feel that they live off the nostalgia of uh, their own, they're all their own thing. They all grow. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's, I, th- I think it's impossible to separate the nostalgia. No, well, let me, let me finish, though. The episode one, two, and three, they kind of expand the world. Mm-hmm. So they don't really focus on, the, like, like, let me show you what a lightsaber really can do. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know? But like I do think there's a there's a point that episode seven relies on you bringing so much baggage to the table. Definitely. I wonder if if in the long run, it's kind of a if they don't. I, I wonder if they don't get away from that, it might be a failure. I agree. You know. I agree. I mean, I think we've been saying this from. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, we've been low key saying this from before episode seven came out. Yeah, and I, I know it's funny. Like I, it's not that I didn't enjoy Rogue One. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And, and I know it just came out on DVD, haven't bought it. I'm not even really interested in buying it. And I, I'm like, I wonder why. And I, now I know I'm getting to the point with buying DVDs. That it's phasing out. For it's phasing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not even interested in buying um, 
Doctor Strange. I was hoping my wife would buy it for me for my birthday. Now I'm like, well, she'll have something for me to unwrap on Christmas. You know what I mean? Like in, in Rogue One too. Like right. that, that. That's where I'm at with that. But it's like, why? You know, why am I not interested in going out and, and snatching these things up and like having that and making an event of it? Because there used to be something with like you saw a movie that you loved. And then you couldn't wait till it came out on DVD or Blu-ray. Like that Tuesday was something special, and that Tuesday night you knew what you were fucking doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and now it's like, see, I still have eh. that. Yeah, I, I don't know why I don't. Right. But like I, I, I feel like even the circle of people that I'm around, I, I hear there's a similar like, hey man, did you see this yet? Nah, not yet. I'll catch it when I catch it. Ain't going nowhere. You know, see, and I, I wonder I, what that is. Now you're different. In, in regards to Star Wars, because you're Wars, you're a media I, addict. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, so. I don't know what it is, man. But it's with Star Wars, I feel like I'm seeing more excitement than I ever have in my life. You really? Know, yeah. When I was a child, my, my, my exposure to the world is so small. Okay. Right? During the prequel era, it was just like me having to defend it all fucking day and night. And then now, it's like people are – like I, I'm seeing the excitement again. Like, dude, a Han Solo movie? Dude, I had somebody the other day. Yeah. I, I, I was with some guys that I'm regularly hanging out with. Yeah. You know? And we were visiting some other guys. Yeah. And – this one person came out and was like, "Hey man, I hear a new have you heard new Star Wars movies coming out like this year?" And I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> you know, and my guys are laughing, you know, because like, uh, yeah, I've been. That's all this guy's been talking about. I can't fucking shut up. Exactly, about it. exactly. They count down. They got their trailer. Exactly. So yeah. like, so so like, I, I'm I'm feeling more excitement from the general audience yeah. about Star Wars. I mean, I get people all the time that come up to me and are like, um, this guy, this guy came up to me just this morning. Mm-hmm. We've never had a conversation remotely close to any. It comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, did you get Rogue One on Blu-ray?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." It's like no fucking deleted scenes. Oh, there's not. No, I knew this. We talked about this. Oh yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I, I know it sucks. I was like, no deleted scenes, no commentary. It's my, my two favorite things. Yeah. And and he was like, he was like, yeah. And he's like, I was watching the behind. I was. I was watching the behind the feature making, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And he was like, "I saw her like pull those guide sticks out of her back, like that those people were using to land the ships on Scarif." Yeah, you know, she takes that outfit of that dude. Yeah, and she uses them as a weapon at some point, like in some of the behind the scenes footage. I was like scouring the DVD looking for the footage; it's not fucking there. Yeah, but that for me is just like this is interest from a guy who's not even a big Star Wars fan enough yeah. for him to buy the DVD, watch the special features, and then be disappointed that the. So like, for for me to separate myself from all that, and like but, you said, it's an impossible question to but answer. I, I wonder too on that end, like that's like a common thread that people can talk with you to connect when you're mopping. Because most most of your buddies are talking about mop heads, the best floor polish. They're really into that. You know what I mean? As much as I'd like. Well, yeah, but I mean culturally speaking, where yeah. you would rather talk about that fourth, maybe fifth. Yeah, you know, and, and, and unless we're talking about exactly how we're gonna mop, exactly, that's a good conversation. Yes, like yes, to have. yes, yes. But if we're talking about the, the latest and greatest in mop handles, yes, I'll tell you, as long as it, as long as I can mop with the bitch, that's that's my favorite kind. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, but but yeah, I, I think that like to, to answer your, your original question, obviously I can't answer it as yeah. you said, but like the only question I have about that is on the flip side of that, did Star Wars start this? Where Star Wars was the first thing that I was consuming, and I wanted all, and I wanted to see them together and have them in the same bucket. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt good to me. But now I need them all on the same shelf, and I need all the books alphabetized in the same. You know, did Star Wars start that monster? Yeah. And maybe it was the absence of Star Wars where I was like, well, "What the fuck? 
am I gonna do? What? What am I gonna put in the bucket now? <laughs> Can't even find a yak face. Yeah, but I, I think that you've been having a good stream of Star Wars forever. No, there was a, no, there was a big, there was a big dry period from like '86 to like '92. Okay. Where like it, it, I mean for 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 me, like I was hunting down vintage shit. My dad and yeah, I were yeah, going yeah, like yeah. all around trying. But to... you still had you still had you know comic books. And... But but that's what I'm saying is yeah. that maybe that was because I'd already fallen into this. Yeah. This, this as world. a consumer. I think we need to save this conversation for the next podcast. Yeah. We need to cut it off there. Okay. Right when it's getting uh, good. Let's, let's give some shout outs. Absolutely. Um. Shout outs to the Cool Table Network, Shattercast Uncut, End of the Realm, Beer and Bolters, of course. Plastic Fanatics. Plastic Fanatics has us beat now. What? Longest episode. Really? Four hours and 40 minutes. Huh. We've had a longer episode than that. I don't think so. Yeah, we do. I'm sure we do. I don't think so, dude. Check right now. But uh, challenge accepted. Yeah. Either way. Uh, Stasis Lock. I hear that's a fine program. Uh, Toy Detox, who's been releasing episodes regularly. Cool. Uh, and I've been enjoying it. I, I actually, I talked to Tyler recently, and he was like, uh, I forget what you're talking about. He was like, I forget what you're talking about. I was like, I was, gonna, I was like, unfortunately, I think he was asking about something. He's like, do they charge you? I forget what it was in context to. And I was like, they do. They, they don't. <laughs> and I was like, they do. And he's like, what do they charge? I was like, one podcast episode a week, actually, is what they end up charging you. And he was like, it's coming Saturday. <laughs> um... In eight weeks, which just started pre-production for season two. Oh, sugar nugget. Um, and of course, to the other people that make Nerd Rage possible, uh, Raul, uh, love you, buddy, and Joe KW obviously couldn't be here today. Dante, who uh, we don't see nearly enough of. No. And and Black Phillip, who unfortunately we don't see nearly enough of anymore either. Yeah, he'll be back. Of course. Yeah. Um. Well, it's. I don't know if he put too much of his business out there, but he had a shakeup at work, so he actually kind of get a promotion. Nice. Yeah. So. I'm a big shot caller. Yeah, man. He's doing his thing. All right, guys. If you have any other questions or comments, you know where to reach us. Facebook's the best place. Also, check out our Instagram. Don't have it for me right now, but do us a favor. Patreon.com slash Radio. If you're interested in helping us out, it really helps us out. <laughs> More than a thumbs up. If you... <laughs> Yeah, I mean uh, we're, we're 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 at a we're we're getting to a point now where we should be able to cover the show expenses. Yeah, as long as everything stays on track, and then as that continues, we're gonna fucking tech this bitch out. And I, I think most people like the we we heard positive feedback from the sound quality last week. Yeah, I'm getting ready to sit down and mix this one. Have you got any comments about the extra video? I mean the extra podcast. No, but if you are a Patreon, let us know. Yeah, I think you can leave I a think comment, you can leave a comment on, on the Patreon. Let us know how, how you like it or if you want any changes. We're, we're open to do whatever. Like Joe and I are getting together tonight and we're going to do something. So. Uh, we are supposed to be reading off the names of our patrons. You want to pause it real quick and bring them up? Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Just sign it to the Patreon. Oh, I'm here. Oh. Um, I hit this button over here. That didn't I can't work. see it. <laughs> he said it was like on a... Your pledges maybe? Yes. I think it's the pledges that you have made. Okay. Patron manager. All right. View all current. There it is. Uh, so. Shout outs. Thank you, you guys. It, 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 you you don't know how much it means to us. All right. So do you just want to say first name, last name? Yeah. We'll say Cam- first name, last initial. Okay. Cameron W. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Joe S. 
<laughs> Raul, who was our first patron as <laughs> part of the team. Um, Jose C. Esteban R. Peter L. Chris M. Anna D. Shout out to Anna. Anna and uh, and Russ are coming to Skullfest this year. Sweet. And Paul C. Thank you, bro. Um, shout out to you guys, and and it really means a lot to us, and we're, we're hoping to make it a better thing. As yeah. A result. Yeah. Um. Apparently, there is a way to. <laughs> All right. So I don't know enough about Patreon, but apparently there's a pledge and there's a lifetime. So this one, I guess, goes on every month automatically, Uh-oh. and then all the rest of them. Uh, so we got to figure out how to how to do that. Okay. <laughs> so we're off to a slower start than we thought. Maybe. That's but, fine. But yeah, it's fine. No, people. Yeah, no, hey, it's it's good, man. You, you know, quid pro quo, Clarice. But thank quid you, guys. We do appreciate it. I'm gonna go ahead and donate. Make sure you have something from next week. Maybe I'll donate again. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. All right, guys, and remember. It's going to be embarrassing taking it to my accountant in tax time. Yeah. Well, like, why I, did you even bother setting this up? <laughs> yeah, well, we haven't done all that stuff. That Do you know how much my fun. fees are as an accountant? Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, thanks. And Love you. remember, create tits. Tight dick players. <laughs>